Hello, everybody. Welcome to the uh, 19th episode, I believe, of the Irrelevant Podcast. We're making things up a little bit today. I am here, joined by my old friend from New Orleans, Ethan Blow, who is uh, in the military right now. Uh, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, we went to, uh, what was it, elementary school together, and then... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're here. So yeah, what the fuck, dude? It's I feel like I'm in seventh grade still. It's like weird. Bro, I you know? feel like I never grew up. Like my body <laughs> aged, and like I never mentally did. I got you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm exactly on the same page, but I see what you mean. Like I, um, I feel like I've evolved, but like I feel like like the way I think, the way I like act is more grown. But like as far as like. I don't know, just like how I feel. Like I don't feel how old I am. You know what I mean? I I got you. I guess that's just the memes, you know. Like I'm fucking twenty, bro. Already? What the hell? Oh wait, didn't you get twenty years old? Did you get held back? Is that why? Yeah, yeah, I got held back. Ah, yeah. To the school that we met at. Where did you go before Holy Name? I went to Audubon Charter School. Ah, how is that? Uh, well, obviously I got held back, so not that great. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a totally different style of learning when I was there. I, I don't you. know if they've since changed, but when I was there, it was like you learn at your own pace. I see. Which just didn't work. <laughs> I I got you. Um, I can imagine it's probably worse now. I don't know for sure, but I'm just going to make an educated guess and say that it is. Like, I hope not, bro, because it did not help me. There was no structure there. I didn't feel like there was actually any real teaching. It was like almost like teaching yourself. It felt. I, yeah, I guess. I mean, it works for some people, but not for everyone. And that's fine. Um, So I remember for those who don't know, Ethan and I. Yeah, so we went to like from like third grade to seventh grade or something together. Um, the, the joke was that Ethan would never do his homework. <laughs> I remember that. Still got through high school doing the same exact thing. Never did. Homework. Oh, you, you were doing the same thing, man. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Never, oh, that's, never change. That's cool. I mean, what kind of grades did you get? If you don't mind me asking. Um, so my first year there, eighth grade, I did, I did pretty good. I did like A's and B's. After Where at that, um, though, brother Martin, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, After that, you. dude, I was I was considering like C's and D's. Man, that was me too. Well, okay, I never got A's and B's. I was always kind of getting C's and D's, but then I realized like when I moved up here to Virginia and I was going to the new school, I was like, yeah, you know what? I am making C's and D's, but like I'm still learning things, you know? Because like that's all that really matters. Yeah, I just in school I never felt like I like I didn't really care. Nothing seemed to like. It's like, why am I Dude. here? Like, I'm not getting paid to. Like, I'm, I'm right, like, right. I'm getting taught the same stuff, especially in certain classes every year. Like, yeah, it's almost we, insulting. We went every like fucking English class for like five years. We had to go every through like English what class, is bro. No, what remember, is a noun? What is a verb? <laughs> right, I paid that's what taxes, I was gonna say. Bro. I'm I know. 18 years old. I'm about to graduate. I know what a noun is, bro. Yeah, I was like. What is a noun? Circle all the nouns in a sentence. I'm like, shh, I don't care. <laughs> Never. Oh, Let man. Let me tell you, I've been, I've been working, right? 
I've been actually being an adult for a good bit of time and uh, never have I ever needed to know what a noun was. Well, never. it's interesting for me because I'm a niche person. Um, I like a lot of different weird things. Oh, I'm sorry. I like a lot of weird different things that most people don't like. Um, I still think everyone needs to experience it because I'm like, you need to experience the bullshit. Yeah, I you think know? it actually gave me perspective. So that way, when I'm it doing does, yeah. Like, at least I'm not doing something that stupid. Yeah, you know, that's... I do a lot of stupid stuff now. So right, I can't judge. You, do you know? Speaking of being a, an adult and relating to shit you learn in school that doesn't seem to really matter, you know the YouTuber Naky Jakey. It sounds familiar. He made this video on why high school didn't matter at all. And he was talking about, he's like, oh, thank God, you know, whenever I'm ordering a coffee, I always remember to myself, oh, the order operations is PEMDAS, which, you know, as an adult, stands for please end my damn ass shit ass life. <laughs> Never, not, not once have I used math. I haven't used math, I haven't used, like, any English, I, like, Never. I mean, you use English in, like, subtle ways that you don't realize, but, like, math, That's true. math, though, like, um, like, if you can add, subtract, multiply, and divide, you should be fine. <laughs> like, even, like, even then, like, there's a lot of complicated math, even in the military, right? So, like, mortars have right. to, like, figure out angles to aim and tra trajectories, and even in what I do, I still have to use math, but the thing is, I'm an adult. And I do things how I want to do them. I just have cheat sheets. You know what I mean? Like, I have calculators. Calculator. I yeah. have, like, a sheet that has, like, if it's this, it's this. If it's this, it's this. So I'm not actually using any of the actual stuff I was taught. Because there's better ways to do things. Right. I mean, obviously, there still is value. Like, I don't actually necessarily stand by the whole. If you just can add, subtract, multiply, and divide, that's kind of just for comedic purposes. But, I mean... Like you said, there there is math and numbers in ways that you don't expect it, like in operating machines and stuff like that, and making estimates, you know, like of trajectory of like projectiles and stuff like that. Um, and it is really yeah. important because you need to know that shit, and you need to know like you need to calculate that to the T. You know? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the time I find like like you use it, but it's not the way you were taught to use it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, the way no, you, it's like you interact with math is a lot different than how you would interact with it, like, in, like, a school setting. Yeah, I mean, now that you're saying that, that is, like, that is kind of a good way to look at it. Like, you don't really see how, like, like it does matter, and, like, you can see later on how it was, like, important, you know? Because you can see the yeah, numbers exactly. and, like, all of these different things and how you can just make, like, um, even, like, when you're driving on um you know like you're just like driving on the street like the street signs are all shapes and stuff like that and you can just kind of deduce by like you know it's, it's kind of hard to explain and it you just kind of kind of it's one of these things that's subconscious but you can still your brain kind of just does the equation in your head where you try to figure out like oh this lane is going to go into this lane and you gotta do i gotta get over and also you just figure all that out like your brain just computes it you know it's very hard to explain, but I think you can see what and I'm even, getting at. Even things like like backing in your car to a parking space, like to you it's simple, but that's actually like a good amount of math that your brain's almost doing by itself. 
like calculating yeah. what turn of the per, like a percent turn of the wheel is how much movement and what angle you need to take to get in like you use this stuff i just you don't realize you do all right and you're not using pemdas when you yeah, go to you're definitely not using pemdas <laughs> but it's a you're good not using job. yeah you're not using pemdas when you're parallel parking but um <laughs> which is ass dick by the way especially in dc oh god what do you um, do now? Like, what do I do? Um, so I can see that you don't listen to my podcast numbers. No, I don't really care. Wow. But, um, I, I mean, most people don't have time to listen to my podcast, and I understand. I was just kind of joking. But <laughs> so what I do is I work for a company that does paint jobs, and mm-hmm. I am the my official title is the shop manager. So what I need to do is I need, I order paint and materials and tools for our field workers. I manage the warehouse with all of our paint and wall coverings and whatnot. I do deliveries to job sites. I go to DC almost every other day. I've been to Maryland. I've been to like Alexandria, Arlington, all around in like the greater DC area. Um, I fix, well, I don't necessarily fix them, but I clean spray machines that come back from job sites. Um, I got to mark everything down that comes in, make sure it's going to the right job and whatnot. Um, it's a good gig. It actually pays me pretty well. Um, yeah. That's pretty solid. I mean, yeah, man, like the deliveries and stuff like that. Yeah. The deliveries, I actually don't really mind because, um, especially in the morning when you're just sipping your coffee, driving on the interstate, it's actually a good feeling. You can just listen to like whatever music you want. I don't have to, I mean, someone might call me and interrupt my, you know, atmosphere, but sometimes, right. But sometimes they don't. And it's just essentially just an hour of, I can just listen to music and then just be chilling and, and stuff and just see the sunrise. It's actually really nice. Yeah. I mean, that sounds nice. I mean, peace and quiet yeah. and having like alone time, dude, that's important. Yeah, man. Alone time is very underrated. that's a fact right man um what do you get a lot of that in the military well yeah tell tell me about your um your job uh yeah so what i do is i'm I'm in hawaii right now with 25th id Uh, what i do is i'm a line medic for an infantry company in an infantry battalion so i'm attached to um my platoons i have two of them which is not normal. It's supposed to be one per platoon, but I'm in a truck company. So like the big armor and Humvees you see in all the movies, that's what my guys do. Oh, okay. I got you. I'm the medic for two platoons. So my job is basically to take care of every medical need, every injury that they have. If they're feeling sick, I schedule their medical appointments. They need to go see like an optometrist or... Uh, like a uh, dental or something like that, I make the appointment for them. Oh, nice. Um, so, like, do you like it? Or, like, what? what's your yeah, opinion on it? It's pretty cool. I mean, I get to see a lot of cool stuff. I get to do a lot of cool stuff. Because being attached to those guys, when they go shoot guns, I go shoot guns. Wherever huh. they go, I'm there. Oh, that's so cool. We just got back from a training thing that was two weeks long. And all we did was like sit in a desert and like blow stuff up and shoot stuff. It was pretty, um, pretty fun. Yeah, that does sound really cool. Um, is it taxing physically? 
like your uh, work yeah. and your and your training so like what what do they have you doing so like on an average day at the very least you're gonna do like pt which is physical training every morning from like 6 30 to 7 30 so this will be um, like yeah, a six mile run or like deadlifts and lifting weights or like obstacle courses or rucking which is you'll walk like long periods of time and long distances with heavy weight on your back. So like, yeah, I actually like 40, 45 pounds, maybe more if you're actually training, but just for PT, it'll be like 45 pounds. Mm. And then you'll, you'll walk like five, six miles for PT. But when like, we're actually in the field training, like you'll be like, you'll be carrying a bag that's like, 60 something 70 something pounds for like 20 miles damn how long does that the take pain it's ridiculous um it depends on how fast you're going usually we aim for around like 15 or less minute miles i got you so we're, we're moving pretty quick but yeah body, it, it takes everything like you'll be drained for days and like your back will hurt your feet will hurt the worst part help- is being like the medic like when we take stops on longer trips, like everyone has to like take off their boots and I have to like inspect their feet to make sure they're not falling apart. Oh, I can imagine that's disgusting. Yeah, those boots chew up your feet when you start walking like 20 miles and start walking like 12 miles. Yeah, like, man. <laughs> it tears up your feet because they get wet from sweat and that sock and that boot mixed with the sweat just blisters your feet, takes the skin Oof. off. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but that sounds cool, man. Like that's an interesting job, especially like at at our age. Yeah, it was um, interesting training. It's a lot of interesting stuff. Like I have an EMT license because of it. Nice. Um, I've treated a lot of cool injuries. Got to do a lot of cool stuff. A lot of like cool equipment. So like, we have like an armored medical ambulance. We have like litters like stretchers but like for combat we have like all all this iv tubing and iv fluids and we can push blood and medicine and stuff it's actually really cool and the training we get is pretty top tier um how how often do you get to rest um so working for the military is kind of cool because most of the time you'll get the weekends off you just work the five-day week um oh so that's what i do it's uh I can see the parallel. You work you work your five day week and then you, you ha- usually have the weekend and every month or so you'll get like a three day, four day for a holiday or something. That's cool. And then every month we earn two days of leave, which you can save. So that way you can take like vacation, basically. And is it full pay? <laughs> yeah, you're fully paid as long as you're using your leave days. Oh, I got so, you. So if I save up like say 14 days right i have 14 days to spend quote unquote and i go hey i want to take two weeks of vacation i still get paid like normal it's like i'm working but i don't actually have to work or it's pto yeah yeah it's a it's a pretty good gig i mean everything's paid for for the most part like all right um does it give you any like college thing or anything like that uh yeah so the medic course for the army is actually worth like pretty close to like an associate's degree and college. So certain colleges will even let you get like 
all you have to do is complete like the necessary classes, right? Yeah. That you would have to take that are mandatory anyway. You just have to take those and you would get your associate's degree. Yeah. It's just how much the university honors the uh, military training. So if you go to like a university that's like very pro-military, right? So like American, like American military university, they uh-huh. like they eat that stuff up. Or even like Baker schools, like I know Purdue's pretty good with taking military credits and stuff like that. I got you. So, yeah, a lot of jobs in the military translate to pretty high amount of credits in college. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, what what made what made you want to join the military? Well, college was expensive, and obviously, as previously stated, I was not a great student, so I was right. like. I was like, let me, let me explore my other options. And I was thinking like, I could just work construction. Like I'm in decent shape, right? I, I could work construction or like a blue collar job and be fine. Right. And then I was like, I don't know. So I, I one of the guys had joined the national guard at, at uh, my high school. So I was like, okay, let me check out national guard, checked out national guard. And I was like, what if I did this full time instead? And so I enlisted. Hmm. It just seemed like a pretty good gig, but also like the benefits I would get would extend past just my time of service. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, that's another thing. I'm sure it can like like you were talking about the college, but also like it just gives you like you know like the discipline and all that stuff. Like to just whenever you do go back and live in like normal life, everything will just be easier for you. You know, I hope so. Anyway, there's, right. I also feel like it gives me like a, like, like legitimacy in a lot of people's eyes. Right. Cause coming out of like high school and being college age, very few people will probably take you like seriously. I'm sure you've heard right. that where people kind of write you off cause you're young. Absolutely, man. But I mean, uh, it's kind of, it's inevitable. Yeah. Like, you just got to deal with it. It's still here. It's still in the army and it's still in the military where people will kind of, like, look down at younger people because they don't have the experience. But, like, when I go home and someone asks what I do and I say the army, it throws a lot more legitimacy behind, like, what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Right. It's a lot more legitimacy, I guess, than what I'm doing. (laughs) Well, I mean, your job is 100%, like, legitimate, but it's, like... It's not they, skilled labor, though. Like, your job they, is skilled. It's definitely skilled labor. Yeah, they, they know, like, I think everyone's kind of aware of what it takes to be a soldier or a sailor or a Marine or airman or whatever. Like, the amount of discipline, the amount of time, the amount of, like, fitness it takes. So I think Yeah, they, no, it's, it's they hard. They <laughs> hold you to, like, a higher standard in their mind than they would with you just being younger. I got you. I'm sure they're not nice <laughs> at all. <laughs> Uh, dude, basic training was terrible. What'd they have you do? Uh, so, uh, in the army, I'm pretty sure it's the same across the board, but like in army basic training, the whole purpose is like break you down and like get you to break habits that you have as a civilian. So like taking orders and then like learning the military traditions and how to do things. So like, there's punishments for messing it up, even if they've only taught it to you one time. Right. So, so they just wh- punish you until you correct it, almost like a dog. 
like you tell your dog to sit or not to bite and then it does and you like squirt it with a spray gun until it hits oh, it that's pretty much yeah. how like the military treats training they punish uh, you until you figure it out like what kind of things do they teach you to do um so there's like different ways to stand when you talk to people so like you stand at parade rest when talking to ncos you stand mm-hmm. at attention talking to officers you know how to salute how to march you know i got you like that and like just discipline standing still for long periods of time or not yeah that's probably gotta yeah it's gotta be tough so like and if you fail to do it or you fail to meet standards you they punish you physically so like you're building physical strength and endurance for every time you mess up so the saying that i've always heard is you're either going to be a strong soldier or you're going to be a smart soldier because if you're smart you. you catch up and like you catch on and you don't get punished or if you're dumb you do the wrong thing you get punished and you're going to be really strong because of it in what other ways do they punish you other than like just squirting you with like poses that are probably at really high pressure <laughs> i never got sprayed with any hoses but like they'll get in your face and like say some like some messed up stuff like they'll really like get after you but what do they tell you like, I've heard them, t- like, talk about people's families and their moms and their sisters, their girlfriends. They call them worthless and that the reason they're here is, like, so the army will make them not worthless. Like, but then they'll oh, like, make you do, like, push-ups for, like, an hour and a half straight. Or Ooh, they'll come in and you'll do, like, exercise. Like, like one time someone's boots weren't perfectly aligned on their they're like a uh, locker where all of our stuff was. So we sat in the bay, which is like where we slept during basic training for like three hours, just clapping our arms over our hands for three hours straight, just because someone's boots weren't aligned. Or one time we did, I think hundreds of push-ups. Like people were like barely able to get back up. like. Or they'd put you in, like, the squat position where you're, like, at the bottom of the squat and make you hold it with your arms straight up in the air. Yeah. Yeah, the wall squats and stuff like that. Yeah, so you just sit there in the the squatting position with your arms up in a V or a Y shape. And then when we're handling, like, rifles, if someone messed up, like, while we have our rifles, you, like, hold them over your head for long periods of time. Or Are they heavy? No, they're not too heavy, but they get heavy after you've been holding them for a while. Oh, sure. I mean, but hey, that sounds like, I mean, that's the way you got to train. <laughs> I couldn't imagine it being different. Yeah, they're like that's the whole point. It, it might seem terrible, but it works. If yeah, no, I'm... Like, I, how people look at the beginning of training, how they looked at the end, it works. I bet it does. No, and like, there's like... um. A reason why the American military is so badass and like the way it's like it's been the most powerful for so long, it's probably just because of these traditions, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's it's like it's discipline for sure. And also like our structure, what we learn is how to like respect people because of their rank, right? So mm-hmm. someone who's a sergeant, you respect them because they're a sergeant. And so that way, when you're in a combat area or you're in a combat zone or whatever you're doing, you're fighting, you know that that's your superior. They're going to, like, get you through it. You need to listen. 
so like you in early like within training they instill like respect and discipline so that way when these people who are in charge and trained to help you and like win can actually do their job right what is like the highest rank you could have in the army um so there's two different types there's generals are not generals generals is the highest for officers and then the enlisted is a sergeant major it's the two highest i guess a general outranks a sergeant major because officers outrank enlisted members i got you so yeah man i mean that seems like a really cool job i mean i gotta i gotta uh say kudos to you for actually like just going ahead and just just doing this like you're like fuck it i'm this is what i'm doing you know, no going back. <laughs> I, I, I really thought about quitting like the first two weeks of training. And I was just like, it wouldn't be worth it if anyone could do it. You know what I mean? Well, sure. I'm like, I mean, so like I powered through it and I was like, like I can do it. I don't really, I didn't give myself an option. You know what I mean? I just kept yeah, that's myself, nice. like, I'll quit tomorrow. And the next day, when I was supposed to quit, I'd be like, no, I'll quit tomorrow. I just kept going. And, like, as you go, you build confidence because you start right. to conquer these huge obstacles. Like, some, uh, early in basic training, you go through a gas chamber. Oh, man. Uh, with tear gas. And you have a gas mask, and you put it on and put it, take it off and say stuff while the gas is, like, choking you. And like your eyes, your nose, your mouth, they burn, it hurts to breathe. You can't really breathe because it's thick. It's a terrible experience. Every like hole in your body, like on your face, is like like oozing. Like you're spitting, you're you have tons of snot, you're crying. Ah Shay, that sounds like, fucking awful, man. It's terrible. But like it's it's a big confidence boost because like you just got tear gassed and you did it. And then another early event is you rappel down like a 40 foot like tower. Oh yeah. That sounds really scary. I think it's 40 foot or 40 yards. Something like that. It's a big tower. It's like a two story building. And it's like um, you said, like um, when you do these kind of things, it's just kind of like once they're done, you're just like, thank fuck. <laughs> yeah. You're grateful it's done. But then you look back and it's like a huge confidence boost because you did it. Yeah, I like, can imagine. You were, like, we were all scared. None of us had ever repelled down buildings or anything like that. No one had ever been gassed. And we made it through. So, like, it was a huge confidence boost to continue to the next thing. So, like, as you went through, it sucked. But as you went through, you felt more and more like a soldier. You felt more and more accomplished. Yeah. But um, they, they tear you yeah, down. John. Like at the beginning, nothing is good enough. Everything you do, even if it's the right thing, isn't good enough. Then, like you get like halfway through, and it's like, okay, that wasn't terrible, right? You're shooting. It's like, okay, that wasn't bad, right? And you get you start getting to like the end, the last, like, like training events, the last final things, and like, it's like act like they're actually like telling you like, yeah, you did good. So, like, as you, like, progress, you feel like you're actually getting better. You feel like you're progressing. You feel legitimate. You feel real. So Just that, like, building strength over time. I'm sure it's extremely satisfying. 
Yeah, I mean... The PT we did there was no joke. We exercised so much. I lost, I was 180 going in. I was 155 coming out. You lost that much weight? Yeah. Oh, shit, man. That's nice. <laughs> it was not fun, though, but... I can No, I can imagine it's not. <laughs> but, um... No, with all this stuff you're telling me, it's making me realize how much of a pussy I am. Um, <laughs> with, like, my workouts, they're, like, nothing compared to, you know, what you guys do. <laughs> I'm sure, like, obviously, the stuff we do seems very cool and very, like, badass. But, like, it's not for everyone. And there's absolutely no shame in people, like, admitting, like, hey, this isn't for me. You know what I mean? So, like... How much do you think, like, for someone who can do it, that are think that they can't how much is like actually being weak or it's just like this is not this is not what i'm meant for uh i say basic training is like 85 percent mental i got you so you might be weak you might not be very fast they can fix that they can't fix you being a pussy if i you, mean if you know how to if you can suffer and still not give up. That's the type of people the army wants to finish. Because you can come in weak. And you will get strong. You can come in slow. And you will become faster. But they can't build your mentality. If you're the type of person that breaks under pressure. And can't handle like. Like real suffering. Like real hardship. And you break. That's not what they're looking for. You can't you. like train mentality. I mean, that's why most of the schools in the army and most of like the specialized stuff, most of it's like, except for like the Rangers and special forces, most of it's just whether or not you quit or not, because those are the people that the army wants. The army doesn't want people who quit. Like, um, a lot yeah, of I mean, I would think they can't. Sorry, could. How many people do you think could but can't? <laughs> um, like, like they they think they could, but they actually can't. A lot of people, a lot of people who go like a surprisingly more than you would think go and realize. Oh, oh okay. So, like, more people than you probably think quit quit. I thought it would have been, like, people that are really cocky or whatever and think that, like, they're just going to cruise through it and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I've seen people who are, like, super fit, super in shape. Like, they quit. Man, and you didn't. It wasn't the physical aspect that, that made them quit. It was that they couldn't take getting yelled at or, like, having to do things that sucked. Yeah, I mean, I'm guilty of that. <laughs> I mean, I am too. Like, I'm not gonna like now. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and do something that sucks. But I'm also more than willing to do something that sucks if it needs to be done. Sure, because that's what the training's all about. Because like, if you're in a situation where like you, there's nothing you can do about it, but like, you just kind of just have to, you know? Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. it definitely. I remember like multiple times where I was like, "Man, this this sucks," but like I, I can't stop. Like, I didn't give myself the option to stop. It just had to get done, so you just do it. And you've been in there for how long? 
Uh, I'll be hitting my year pretty soon. Okay. Yeah, and how long do you plan to stay? Well, I have three more years once I hit one left. So I'll, around like early August, I'll be at three years left. And what do you want to do after that? I don't know if I'll sign another contract and stay here or if I'll just continue my medical career outside the army. Just depends on like how far I make it, I guess, and like what the army is willing to give me to stay. Hey, I got you. But no, that's good, man. I'm glad you've like actually found something that like is fit for you. Like it's, it's like valuable, you know. It's very nice because a lot of people don't haven't figured that out. I haven't figured it out yet. Um, I still like my job, but like I'm just you know. Sometimes I feel I'm just like you know I could just be doing something greater, you know. Like I could be doing something that's like actually more valuable and stuff, you know. It's older than. Um, <laughs> n- no, because I don't want to serve the current government that sits unfortunately no i'm like i'm sorry i'm not serving the government right now yeah well i i can understand like not doing it for that reason i mean you are you basically sign a contract to become government property and um just like everything else in the usa the u.s will use you until you're broken. Yeah. Um, which is fine because thanks, thankfully, like the army benefits, the military benefits allow you to use the USA back. Like they might break my body, but damn it, they're going to pay for it. Yeah. And that's wow. really nice. Cold hard cash, baby. Yeah. That's why I'm sure. Like in terms of like country military is like the best to be in. Like it's definitely America's number one. Like, I can't imagine what yeah, military. Let's, once yeah. let's have beards, it's over, dude. <laughs> I bet that's fun. We don't have them, dude. We're the only country in NATO that can't have beards, dude. Make it happen. <laughs> Joe Biden, please. I know, dude. That makes you, like, it literally makes you look more badass. I don't understand why we're not allowed to. Bro, I saw the German army yesterday because they were here for some rifle marksmanship thing. Dude, right. they look cold as hell with their beards. I know, it's so clean. Like scary, I bro. Yeah, no, they make you look more intimidating, right? Like I don't understand what the whole like I, I think that's just like I mean I'm making an educated guess, but like I, I think in like English culture beards are seen as like looking you know, like unclean or looking very bummy and like low class and stuff like that. Because I know back in the day like if like you had to have access to like these really expensive tools and whatnot to be able to even shave, um, so like if you were had a beard, you that meant you're probably poor because you couldn't, you like you didn't have time or you didn't have money to actually cut your hair. I think the problem but, is like they don't. Well, think I mean, it's professional, right? And they professional and stuff, and um, but I mean, hey, like. like Look at all of like the pictures of the founding fathers and the people in the colonial America. Like none of them have beards, you know. I'm just yeah. like, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm pretty sure it's just something that's derived from like English or like just British Isles culture and stuff like that. And also like politic, like politicians, you never see them with beards because, like you said, it's probably just the doesn't look professional thing. I don't understand why. I, mean, I think it looks just. We can't have long hair either because of professionalism. Uh, well, I mean, long hair, I guess, could make more sense just because maybe that could just get caught in something. I don't know. 
I mean, the reason for us technically not being allowed to have beards is because it's harder to seal. Like, it's damn near impossible if you have a thick beard for you to seal a gas mask. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. That is the reasoning. At the same time, every other modern military pretty much allows beards. So, like, obviously there can't be that big of a problem with gas mask if everyone else is doing it. Yeah, I don't get that. I, um, I every military in the world is just like, you know what? If a gas attack happens, it happens. Like, I'm sure they have ways to actually, like, fight off, you know, the issue of the gas mask. Man, I just still wish y'all could have beards, though. That would be so badass. That's what I'm saying, man. We just recently got um, some newer regulations on, like, hand tats, which somehow is more professional than longer hair. But, um... Ah, uh, yeah, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, they're allowed to be small, and, like, they're not supposed to be very big. And I'm pretty sure the, the real reason is for, like, women. Because, like, a lot of women will get, like, a little heart or a flower or a butterfly on their hand. And I think the problem was we were having a lot of people want to join or stay in the military that had that. So that the army just made it legal. So that would get more people. I mean, they also uh, get a lot of people with no GED or high school diploma to join. So I don't oh, know you don't even need a high school diploma? For, I guess, uh, no, but I mean, I guess, like, that's just because less and less people are, like, enlisting. Bro, they better not be trying to amass troops, dude. I don't like that, dude. Last time we tried to get a lot of soldiers, we ended up in a country we didn't want to be in. So, um, better not be trying to get more soldiers to go to war, because I don't know about all that. I mean, hey, if, like, World War III breaks out, we got to get soldiers. I hope it breaks out not in the Pacific, because I'm in the Pacific. Do you think it's going to break out? World War Three, no. But I could definitely see some fighting going on in the time like that we're around. I think it would probably that... come to like proxy wars with China and Russia. That is, if Ukraine you... doesn't destroy Russia. Right, but you really don't think that that's going to like involve the U.S.? In I mean, some way like, or another, maybe see like ch like Chinese or Russian like backed countries or groups being fought by the U.S., but I could never see like a full scale war between the two. I got you. The U.S. is not going to fight countries with nuclear weapons or countries like China that could just choke our economy out. Like if China stopped trading yeah. with us, our economy would die. We can't <laughs> really afford to fight them. Like our military, sure, would kick their ass, but right. But then we rely, like you said, that we rely on we them rely too much, so like economically. Right. So like, I mean, look we at would like struggle. That's so weird. Like, why have we been so dependent on China? I don't get that. Because we have morals and not. Hey, don't don't take that out of context. Chinese people have morals, but their labor laws are a lot more loose than our labor laws are. Well, yeah, no, they can they can have, like, child slave labor and stuff like that. Yeah, pretty much. So, like, companies will go and use cheap le legal labor. It's legal there. And, like, China does a pretty good job of welcoming, like, foreign companies. Which is a, while, a lot of the time, like, especially with, like, uh, Trump did this pretty well with incentivizing companies to stay here with tax breaks and stuff like that. Right. Um, and people always like complain about tax breaks and like, like these big companies, like getting away with like not paying huge amounts of tax or like 
whatever it is, but like, you don't understand, like we need to like buy for them. Like they're not going to stay here. There's no incentive unless we give it to them. They, they, they hold the cards and China is willing to give them what they want. So they make stuff cheaper. Like they make it faster and companies value that over, you know, maybe like the morally right thing or like the support of the American people because right. like all that cheap labor, like for example, like a Nike shoe, probably a fraction to create in China than it is in the U.S. Because oh, yeah. Wage and work hours and, and labor laws, like they're pumping out way more. There's, there's no reason, like, incentive for these big companies who sell globally anyway. So a war with China would just mean possibly losing these companies or well, those companies yeah. losing access to that labor, which not a good thing for them. Well, right. I mean, look at almost, like, everything you own. It's all probably Chinese-made. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything the army doesn't give me, but yeah. man, I've I've seen American flags made in Taiwan. So, like, uh, obviously, a lot of things in the U.S. that should be made in America aren't. Okay, yeah, that's fucked. Like, how is that, that not made not in America? Army, that was not an army thing. That was just like I had like a like a Walmart or something. You think that's because we're lazy? Like, that are. I don't think it's because we're lazy. I just think it's because. Like, through the years of, like, America becoming more and more, like, in support of the workers and unionizations and stuff like that, these workers and these people and all these people who make up the workforce, they're protected. There's no problem with that. I mean, I don't mm -hmm. think we should be putting people in, like, like 13-year-olds in coal mines and making them work, like, 13 hours a day. Right. Mm -hmm. But in a lot of countries, they can still do that. So yeah, I know. Like I can imagine, Indonesia is like similar. Same with like Cambodia and all of those Southeast Asian companies and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, man, I mean, that's a pretty sketchy, dude. Yeah, that's another thing where I'm like, yeah, at least we don't have to deal with that. Like whatever we're dealing with here is infinitely better than what's going on over there. Like when I was uh -huh. seeing the video about those, like those like salt miners or whatever in indonesia mm -hmm. oh man they have to like like they, this dude has to literally bike x amount of time to like get to like a car that can like take him to the mountain that can like where it takes him like two hours just to scale the mountain to go to the work and then he has to like literally mine like lava rocks and stuff like that and then like they don't pay him anything they only pay him enough to have like this little bit of food and they have to like do it all again the next day. Oh, we're like like the the mine, the blood diamond mines in Africa and stuff like that. Like, yeah, not everywhere <laughs> in the world are workers paid and treated fairly. So, like, while I'm, I'm blessed that in the country I'm living in, people are the the fight for workers is making sure that like they get paid more, and not that right. they get paid at all. Do you think that like? workers are treated too nicely in the u.s and too generously um i think that's kind of a loaded question because like it's 
I think that every person should be treated fairly and be given what they need to live. And I think that like our laborers need to be fairly compensated for the danger and stress they put on their bodies, right? Like these guys who go and work like long hours in coal mines or on huge construction sites, like they're putting in real work and they should be compensated fairly for it. But the rest of the world just not all of them agree. No, so right, like, yeah. Like if you go we to can treat our workers with respect <laughs> and pay them fairly, that doesn't mean anyone else in the world has to. So is it morally right and do I support it? Yes. But do I think it's competitive? No. Right, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, like when I went to Brazil last summer, I mean I just like noticed that like people that would do like if you do a construction job over there or like a like just even like a restaurant job or like a food service job you like it takes them maybe like three or four days to make what you make in one day you know (laughs) i mean like to put it this way like your local chick-fil-a worker makes more than i do per year oh yeah actually yeah really yeah oh that doesn't make any sense I am paid below minimum wage, technically. You were paid by minimum wage? No, below minimum wage. Okay, that's fucked. Why is that? Because I work 24-7 while they work certain hours a week. So if I were to get paid minimum wage, I would be making hella bank. Okay. Because I can be wait, called wait, to wait. work at 12 o'clock at night. So are you I'm like... getting paid 24-7. Right, but you're paid salary or what? I'm paid by rank. Okay. And I get paid bi-weekly. So, like, this rank makes this much. So, every month you get two paychecks, and that's how much you make a month. Okay. But if you do the math, it totals out to, like, 36 cents an hour. Like, something crazy. Oh, well, yeah, if it's, like, hourly, though. I mean, well, yeah, like, that's, like, mine. Like, for for my job, like, I work 50 hours a week, and it's, like, if you actually do the math with the hours, like, it's probably not that much an hour, but, I mean, I still get paid a good amount of money. Like, I'd say maximum, I maybe make, like, $24,000 a year. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's not that good. Exactly. So, like, see, like, see the thing, like, a Chick-fil-A worker, because the laws we have in place, makes more money yearly than me. You know what I'm saying? Which is not wrong. Like, I'm sure they have a family or bills or whatever they need to pay, right? I don't pay bills, right? I don't pay for rent or anything like that. Pay my phone bill. I pay my internet bill. But what if you were? Like, what if if you were paying bills and stuff like that? Could you even do it? The army, for people who are paying bills or have houses that they rent outside of the army, the army actually gives you extra money that covers your rent based on the state that you live in. Oh, that's actually really nice. So, like, if I were to say I got married, right, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm like, all right, Army, me and my wife want to go live in Iwa Village, right? That's where we want to live. Yeah. And we find an apartment, right? And the apartment's like $20,000 a month, right? It's why it's expensive. The yeah, Army BAH, Basic Housing Allowance, for Hawaii is like $2,400. That they just give you so that way you can pay your rent. 
That's actually kind of that's really cool. You also get it if you're just married at all. Even if you live on army housing, you still get paid BAH. So they just give you some kind of money to pay your rent. Yeah, so like my friend, right? So wait, so like even if you weren't married and you had your own house, you they would just pay it for you or help you yeah, pay. Yeah, I mean if I mean for single soldiers, you live in the barracks, but like if I were to say my barracks got torn down or something happened, or me and a friend are like, hey, Army, can we live off base and somehow we get it approved? Yeah, I would then receive money to pay rent. Okay. And, like, as you, like, get kids and stuff, you get extra money to support them. And yeah, as you, really like, cool. dependents, right? So as you get your wife, you get kids, they throw in money so you're actually able to support them. You throw in extra money. Because the paycheck that I might receive, right, isn't enough for two people. But if I say, hey, Army, I'm supporting two people... I would then receive extra money to go to my paycheck to allow for the care of two people. Do you plan on doing that? Getting married? I mean, eventually, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, a lot of people don't want to do it anymore. So, you know, I'm so, just curious. <laughs> hope so, but I'm not rushing anything. I make plenty enough money to support the lifestyle I live. Yeah, I mean, me too. But then again, like you said... Neither of us pay rent and all that stuff. I mean, I still buy my own stuff, and I pay almost all of like my own bills. But um, yeah, I do need to actually. I either need to get promoted where I am now, or I need to do like I was thinking about doing HVAC or something like that. Or I could do that, and then I could legitimately think about you know having a family and stuff like that. But as I was saying right now, if I'm still making the same amount. Which is like, I'm still making a good amount, but it, it would be only good if I was just supporting myself. And I'm like, that doesn't work if I'm trying to start a family. Yeah, I, I understand. Like, I make, like, the money I have now, like, it's perfectly fine to, like, go out and pay my phone bill, my internet bill, and buy games, do what I want. But it's fine for me. But if I had, like, a child or a family, it would absolutely not be enough to support a family. Yeah. So, like... But I'm like, I mean, hey, I mean, that's just kind of like, I'm like, that's just kind of how it is now. I mean, I gotta either, I just gotta be patient, you know, <laughs> I, I know it'll come either the promotion or I just will decide like I'll do HVAC, you know, but I got to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I'm chilling now. I mean, I'll probably tackle that once I get to it, but right now <laughs> I live the lifestyle I'm, I'm good with. So no complaints. I mean yeah, I mean, that's good. You're happy where you're at. <laughs> yeah, I get, I get to do some pretty cool stuff. I mean, I get paid to do it. I get paid to live in Hawaii. But yeah, I'm sure it's beautiful over there, dude, right? It's great. It's it's a gorgeous island, Oahu, that we're on right now. We're Schofield. Oahu? Okay. Yeah, we're about <laughs> 40 minutes from Waikiki, like 25, 30 minutes from Honolulu. Have you been to Honolulu? Yeah, I've been to Honolulu a good few times. How is it over there? The city is really pretty. It's like such unique architecture and like the way that they like live is a lot different. Like they like really like there'll be like mountains and hills and stuff. But they have their houses built on there anyway. Like, okay. And is it mostly like native peoples or like just regular Americans or is it kind of just like a mix between? There's or? a lot of native people and a lot of like like 
Asian people, a lot of Japanese people. Yeah, I knew that. It has like I think Honolulu has the highest concentration or no, it has the second highest concentration of ethnic Japanese people outside of Japan, second to Sao Paulo, Brazil. I knew that. Yeah, so there's a ton of like that type of people. But there's also like tourists, like especially during the summer, like tourist season. And there's like people who go to school here. But for the majority, you're either like probably military or Japanese or native Hawaiian. And those right. do not always get along. I can imagine. But I mean, I still would want to go someday because I'm sure it's just really cool over there. Oh, it's great. There's a lot of stuff to do. A lot of pretty sights to see. I, um... Yeah, I really love their, their like, music and stuff like that. And just the aesthetic is really cool. Yeah, I was under the impression that, like, no one actually said, like, aloha and, like, stuff like... No, that's absolutely a thing that actually people say. Like, it's not a stereotype or anything. Like, if people really say that stuff, like, it's really the way they speak. So, that's actually really cool. Like, Uh they actually... The culture that you see is actually their culture. It's not like a stereotype or like a imaginary <laughs> culture. So like when you like you see people from like New Orleans and every time New Orleans is displayed, it's like Mardi Gras and like they talk a specific way with a certain accent. I hate that shit. That's not true like, though. <laughs> but like a lot of people in Hawaii like really live the way that Hawaii is presented. Well, okay. Well, that's cool. I mean, obviously I... not like walking around in like, like hula outfits and like going to luau's every day, but... Right, but I'm sure it happens sometimes. Yeah, like, the way that they, like, they actually interact, like, people actually say aloha and actually say, like, mahalo when they're, like, telling you goodbye or thank you or whatever. Like, the people actually, like, say this stuff. I know there was, like, a huge effort to, recently, to, like, preserve the language. Yeah, I've actually met a few native Hawaiian speakers. I don't know if it's actually called Hawaiian. My bad if it's not called Hawaiian. I mean, that's Um, what we would call it. I don't know what they would call it, but... But yeah, it's a it's a whole like real cool language. I mean, I can't speak any of it, but I know a few people who do. Um, I think Jason Momoa speaks it. I know he's Hawaiian. <laughs> that would actually be really badass if he did. You might, dude. You never know. But also, like, <laughs> Aquaman. Here there's dude. a lot of tension between the U.S. government, especially us, because we are kind of like the. The muscle of the government. And right. there is quite a bit of resentment for America by local people. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I, I, I heard about that. Um, they're not, but they're like, not too fond of U.S. soldiers, to just put it nicely. They're not very fond of us at all. I mean, are they really that much worse than the tourists and stuff like that? Um, I think it's just because like, we represent like colonization and like imperialism to them. Not all of them are like this, but a lot of people who are, like, very old-style or, like, very, like, liberal about their city and their state. I got you. A lot of them feel like they're – they were inducted into America, like, unwillingly, which they were. They were 100% taken over illegitimately. But – Yeah, I don't know about – yeah, I don't know too much about the history of Hawaii and, like, how we got it. But, like – I wouldn't be able to comment on that. Is they still very much feel wronged and slighted by the decision, and then right. So like, they feel like the U.S. has no like, like shouldn't have any power over them, and that they were a legitimate like thing by themselves, and that America being like so present, 
I mean, and then like the whole like Pearl Harbor thing, I'm sure they weren't too too happy about that either. Yeah. Um, what wasn't Hawaii a British colony originally? Um, so I don't know the whole like like Hawaiian like like history, but I believe it was, and then they left, and then the Hawaiian people had like a, own their own nation. And they had the queen, and then. The U.S. kidnapped the Queen and like made it pretty much like colonized huh. and imperialized huh. the nation. And then nice. it was like, okay, guys, let's let's vote to become part of the U.S. And then they voted to be part of the U.S. And then they released the Queen. Like some pretty shitty shit, to be honest. That's funny. Like just kidnapped yeah. the Queen. Straight up, dude. They got him. Got him. So like a lot of them like don't like us here, which I understand. I mean. Yeah, it's understandable. They, they have like the largest, like I'm sure, like military per capita than any other state in, in the country. What other state comes close? No. I can't like imagine. Maybe like, Texas. I'm, Maybe Texas actually. Right, and like close. I know there's a lot of military stuff in California, but also California is like really big, so I'm sure it's not concentrated as like in the same way that Hawaii is. Maybe California might come close. No, Alaska would come close. There's not many people in Alaska, but there's right, yeah. with thousands of soldiers in Alaska. So it's got to be yeah, Alaska. I, it has to be. I, I can see that. Isn't there a lot of... Um, there's a lot of military stuff in Florida, isn't there not? Uh, there's like smaller bases. They're not huge. Texas has really big bases, though. Like Fort Hood is there, and Fort Hood's like 50,000 okay. soldiers. What other like places come close? I guess like what other states? Uh, Georgia has a lot of military bases. Okay. Um, the Carolinas. All oh, right, um, that that makes sense. Washington D.C. I think has a military base in it. I don't think it's like a like the military um, kind of think of. I think it's where the old guard is. Well, so um, it, in my job, we're actually painting like some of the Navy research buildings and labs and stuff like that. So I know there's that over there, but I don't know if like it's the well, it's the like a base in the guard. same way. Yeah, it's not the way we think of it, but there is like no. a military thing there. It's yeah, it's like more of like the sciency aspect yeah, of the military. The infantry old guard is there, like the guys who do like Tomb of the Unknown Soldier and everything. Right. Yeah. I forgot what the base is called. Uh, yeah, I have Louisiana no idea. has a pretty <laughs> big base. It has the Bell Chase Naval Base. Oh, Fort that's Polk. right. Yeah, I remember that. Um, New York has Fort Drum, but just the size of New York alone would make that base size irrelevant because there's millions in New York City. So. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it just makes sense that Hawaii is the like biggest per capita. Well, yeah, how many people are in Hawaii? Not too many. I mean, even on Oahu, there's probably a relatively, relatively huge, pr pretty big military presence. Pearl Harbor, Hickam, Wheeler, K-Bay, and Schofield. That's five military bases. No, but what is like the population of Hawaii? Uh, let's see. It's not I, big I, at all. No, I can't imagine it being that much. 
population of Hawaii is 1.42 million. Ah, okay. Nice. With Honolulu having about the size of New Orleans. So. Yeah. But, like, every, every, every base of the military, like, every branch is here. Marines, airmen, Navy, Army, Coast Guard, everyone is here. There's two airstrips, one for helicopters, one for planes, a whole bay for uh, boats, whole base for Marines, uh, base for Army. Like, it's huge. There's a huge, like, group here. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I mean, out of all the branches, I would, if I would ever have to join one, it would probably be the army. Yeah. I mean, the army does the the widest variety of stuff. I would put it. I can see that. Like the army is the only branch where one of its members is jumping out of helicopters and shooting people in the face and like actually being a soldier. And someone is, like, researching, like, viral diseases in the same branch. Like, right. there's way more stuff to do. Like, the Army has aircraft, tons of helicopters. It even has planes. The Army has tanks and armored vehicles, soldiers on foot. It has big guns, housers, mortars, all these small arms, pistols, rifles. But it also has a ton of like medical aspects, it has medics, dentists, radiologists, anesthesiologists, like pediatricians. Like there's such a wide variety that if you want to sit at a desk all day and fill out papers, you can. If you want to go, yeah, that's kill true. Guys, you can go do that. If you there's even divers, there's army divers. So if you want to be in the water, you can still be in the army. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's like true. I never thought about that, and that's why like when anyone talks about how much like we give too much money to the military, I'm like, well, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's involved in the military, so like it makes sense why we need to fund it. <laughs> Our stuff is so expensive. I don't think people understand. I think people will be like, oh, well, guns not that expensive. I bought my AR-15 for three hundred. That's not the same thing, <laughs> right? It's like our rifles are thousands of dollars. Well, right, yeah, exactly. Like, what you guys we, have... You guys have access to a lot of things that we, as civilians, do not, I can imagine. Dude, I mean... Just, like, uh, like two months ago, I was shooting a fully automatic grenade launcher. Oh, that sounds badass, dude. We have 50 cows that you don't even have to control from the turret. You control it from inside the truck on a screen and a joystick. Okay, dude, that just sounds like the most badass shit ever. Like, I kind of want to do that. That would be so fucking cool. He has all this. Yeah, that shit I can imagine is really expensive. Like, crazy zoom, too. So, like, even something you can't see at, like, the normal eye level, like, just our naked eye, it can, like, multiple times zoom in and tell you where to aim to account for bullet drop and distance. Oh, like, it just, it tells you and, like, calculates everything for you? Yeah, you can also, like, lock it on the target. So, like, if a target runs off the screen, right, the machine will point you to where it is. So you can move the camera and reticle right back onto it. 
But have you ever actually had to like be deployed into like an actual fighting situation? No, after Afghanistan was over, we haven't been seeing real fighting except for our special forces guys and like the offshoot things that happen in like Iraq. But like for the most part, we're not fighting anymore. War is over. We're no longer fighting insurgencies for real. Our, our next target is peer to peer. Army is changing a lot of like uh, a lot of stuff we do. They're called SOPs. Like our way we do stuff had been changed to fight insurgents. All right. So our vehicles were meant to be heavily armored, slower, hitting harder, right? Was, huh. Yeah. Because these guys had AKs and and they had like RPGs. RPGs are not touching most army vehicles. They're too strong. They're too bulky. But now we're realizing that the next fight is going to be a peer. It's going to be someone with around the equivalent amount of power. People who actually have artillery and ballistic missiles. So now yeah. we're putting more, more effort into like mobility. It's more about making these vehicles faster, making sure they can, they can be more maneuverable, making sure our new weapons can shoot farther. They shoot bigger. They can pierce body armor now. Like it's all about fighting someone who fights like us. People who are going to have right. their own armored vehicles. People who are going to have their own missiles. People yeah, I'm sure we're helicopters and planes. So I'm sure we're not really used to that. <laughs> we're not. We have we've been fighting effectively people with scarves and AKs. We're going to be fighting people who are trained soldiers now. Is what the army thinks, at least. So like, or, I mean, it's better safe than sorry. So, like for example, this should be common knowledge for everyone at this point. But uh, the army's switching its service rifle. We'll no longer be using M4s. What are you they're, using now? They're they're going to be using some SIG rifle that now shoots a larger round than five five six. Huh. Okay. We'll be shooting rounds that basically can go straight through body armor. Ooh, man. So. Even in training, sometimes we don't even wear the body armor anymore because we wouldn't fighting in your peer. It just makes us slower and heavier. If their stuff's going to go straight through our stuff, why slow ourselves down with it? Yeah, I mean, that's that's true. Or like the crow system. Why would we put people in the turrets if we have machines that we can use to shoot from inside the safety of the armored vehicle? Yeah, so I can see that the goal is just, like, protecting the people and obviously, like, just making it more convenient. Because this is, like, where convenience, like, you want it, you know? Yeah, so, like, it, instead of, like, it being about, like, can it take an out RPG and be okay and keep shooting? It's more of, like, if it's not going to stop a ballistic missile or an artillery shell, make it faster or make yeah. it safer. So, like... If we're fighting someone who also can launch like massive missiles that blow up everything, why are we going to even waste time putting armor on some of these things? You know, like um, one of the units here just got these newer vehicles that almost look like warthogs from Halo. They're more open. They have less armor. They have more weapons. They're meant to be faster. 
and hit hard. Right. Right. Yeah, because I can imagine, like you just said, if it's like bulkier and stuff like that, and more designed for like just the actual taking the hits, and it's not going to be as fast. Exactly. So like fighting a near peer, these and they're like all terrains. So like they can go through like jungles, rocky areas. The Humvee will never go away because the Humvee isn't there to like do everything. The Humvee is there to support infantry, so it can be armored. But even then, the newer Humvees are they're. They're a lot better than the ones we've had. They make more sense. Um, but the army's introducing like more lightweight, more mobile, less armored vehicles mm. for different purposes. Right? Yeah, I didn't so know that. The army's evolving, that's, and the equipment cool. is now evolving. You guys train in like hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, we do. It's called combatives. How is that? Uh, so there's levels to it. So yeah, there's combatives level one, two, and three. And it's basically a mix between wrestling, jujitsu, like Muay Thai stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's I, I love that stuff. Like, um, I need to get back into it. Like, I need to do jujitsu or something like that. Like, like, yeah, just like having that confidence of like I know how to defend myself and stuff like that, and like you can't fuck with me. You know, I'm sure it's really awesome. <laughs> Uh, it definitely is like a confidence boost to know that at, at the very least you can you can protect yourself if someone tries to attack you and like we've had like combative tournament tournaments per- tournaments where like people will like just straight beat the fuck out of each other like they'll really throw fist and 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 fight like oh, that's cool it's it's like a whole culture thing when your whole culture is about fighting wars like, the guys here, like, like when we were out in the field, like, they were bored. All right, who's going to wrestle? Right? <laughs> yeah, dude, wrestling's, yeah, wrestling's fun as shit. They're, like, out there. We're in the middle of, like, a sandstorm. Everyone's wearing, like, goggles and, like, like the full, like, Middle Eastern, like, scarfs that wrap around your face and your head and everything because of sandstorms. And we're like was, watching these guys like roll around in the sand, like throw at each other. Was that like a simulation? Yeah. So it, we it's, we go out to like a specific area where it's like meant to simulate another place besides Hawaii, and we go See. and train like how to shoot and take out targets and do stuff like that. Uh, we do yeah. Um, stuff. We'll be going to the Philippines for like a while pretty soon to train. Well, that's like where your next operation is going to be. Yeah. Oh, another question. Um, do you guys like simulate torture and stuff like that? Like as if another faction was had you guys captive and they were torturing you? Um, not all soldiers receive that training. We get like the most basic level of it. Like what to say, what to do, what to give up and what not to give up. Like right. how to give up information without actually giving up real information. Mm-hmm. But... There's a school called SEER, which I believe stands for Survival, Evade, and Retaliate. It's a guerrilla warfare school. And, yeah, it's, it's, so you have to, you know, learn how to do guerrilla warfare and survive behind enemy lines. But also, like, how to survive being captured. And, like, they get into some really brutal stuff, like, beating you, locking you in boxes with no, like, sunlight, like, crazy stuff. That fucking sounds miserable, man. It's miserable. There's rumors that, like, 
don't know if they still do it, but there's rumors that they they used to be able to like beat you and like pull like fingernails and stuff. I think they still pull fingernails. But like, ah, yeah, they used ah, to be able to like, just actually pretty much legitimately torture you. Did they do cock and ball torture? I hope so. I would sign up immediately. Fuck, dude. If they're doing that, forget it. <laughs> Bro, cock and ball. Dude, I'm in. Say less. <laughs> mirror, mirror on the wall. It's a mandatory uh, school you have to go to if you want to be special forces. Oh, fuck that. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Do torture cock and ball. No. Uh, count me out. I asked the guys at the guitar store today. I was like, would you guys rather have your balls crushed by a cinder block or would you rather be forced to sit on the Judas cradle? Most of them actually pick getting your balls crushed by a cinder block. That's... Nah. Yeah, actually, either way... Mm. Um... <laughs> okay, they, they that's like picking between... Like shit or vomit, like uh. <laughs> yeah, here, here it is. It's survival, evasion, resistance, and escape school, and it's meant to to, to train uh, U.S. military personnel to survive and return with honor in survival scenarios. Nice. And like when you go to sign up, you're just gonna be like, "I love cock and ball torture." <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be like. We keep torturing his balls. He won't give up any information. In fact, he seems to be liking it. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a skill. If, if it doesn't bother you, that's a plus. I'm going to put that as like the caption of, like, of the, the video. Like Ethan <laughs> loves cock and ball torture. No, don't do that, bro. <laughs> On himself. Don't help me. <laughs> me immediately like that. No, I won't do that. Um, I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. Um, yeah, so, like, well, actually, like, moving over from the military stuff, and this all was really interesting, like, um, it was really cool to hear someone, especially who's, like, someone who's my age, talk to you about this shit, and, dude, and that's, like, so badass, that you're, like, you were talking, like, you're shooting automated grenade launchers with, like, screens and joysticks, like, I, I, I didn't even think that that was, like, real, <laughs> you know, like, I just thought that was in movies and stuff, but, um, I, I uh, might actually have some. I might. One second, I'll send it over to you. It's gonna be on Snapchat. Definitely, send me but, some um, videos of that. You can watch this clip. This was from not too long ago. When we did training. That's that's the screen. That's what it looks like. Um. This better look like some. Turn the sound on. It's worth it. Oh shit. Dude. Yeah, bro. Man, that is really fucking cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really dope. See, that's the night version, but there's a version to see it normally. Oh, where you actually just see what's in front of you? Yeah, that, that video is taken at like 11, like 45 at night. Like I got you, yeah. and you see how clear that picture is. Like you can, you can make out the terrain features and the target. Like there's no lights on; it is pitch black out there. Like yeah. the only light there was was like stars, and that picture is that clear. Like, and that target was like six hundred yards away, dude. It was far. Or six hundred yards, and you could still hit it 
like pretty accurately? Yeah, they'll burst off. You actually, you I think in the video you see him hit the target, you'll go down and stop shooting. But yeah, like they're hitting these targets. Like, like these targets are far. But yeah, it's cool, yeah, man. It's really cool stuff. It's a great experience. Um, right. I bet it is, which I will not do. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that was really cool to, like I said, hear someone who's my age explain this stuff to me. Because there's a lot of stuff about this, you know, that I don't know. And I'd like to learn more about it. And it's and there's a bunch of other topics that are like that. But I wanted to ask you, how was uh, Brother Martin? For those who don't know, that's the high school that Ethan went to in New Orleans. I actually have no problem with it. I mean, I it was school. So, like, obviously I wasn't a huge fan. But, like, I felt like there was a pretty good sense of community. I, a lot of the teachers I did feel like cared. And to this day, like, a lot of teachers, I will just, like, check in on and, like, update them on what I'm doing, and they actually care. Oh, like, that's actually really cool, man. So, like, I think it's a great school. Like, no problems with it. I mean... Unlike I Jesuit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, controversy. Yeah. Controversy. Right, that. No, there's that, but also it's, like, there's, there's no sense of community there. It's all just, like awful everyone hates each other like people are like you're just either zombies or like you just like, like jesuit just produces like at least like 85 percent of their classes like npcs bro i mean i'm sure this thing like, i'm sure any other school in new orleans i probably would have fucking hated anyways but um nah jesuit was so bad for like my mental health and stuff like that I mean, and, and, and y'all were crazy more strict than we were. Yeah, and like I've talked about this on fucking um, like other podcasts and stuff like that. Well, no, I mean even like the strictness that wasn't really that bad, but um, well, I mean it depends because like it depends on what you're talking about. If you're talking actually just about like disciplining your students and in in that sense, like stop talking, do this, and your haircut. Yeah, what we definitely are. And also, like, the, um, the homework and shit, I can't stand that. I can't stand doing homework and just projects and papers and all that bullshit. So that's what I liked oh, I, about my... What? It's like, it's like, bro, you pay to go to school, right? We went, we paid to go to school. Like, why right. am I going and doing stuff outside of school? Like, bro, I pay to be here. Let's do this literally. Yeah, literally, and that's why I really liked at this new school I went to in Virginia, how basically the education process was essentially just like you just sit in the classroom and you listen. That's really it. And like you actually learn a lot more in that way. I mean, you can take notes if you want to, but it's not required. I've never taken notes, dude. And I've no, fuck notes. Am a, I'm a licensed medical professional. Never took notes. Not even in medic mm -hmm. school did I take notes. Fuck them, dude. Yeah, but, um, right, but I just don't think, um, Jesuits, like, Catholic enough, because, like, Catholicism is really important to me. I've talked about this in extensive detail on the podcast before, and I'm sure people just know that about me now. Um, if you don't, that's just how I am. You I take Gracie my religion. Great, dude. Um, yeah, I've actually talked to Gracie. Um, Can you get her on the podcast, bro. Yeah, I probably should have Gracie on the podcast. That actually be kind of cool. She has like cool. a whole like actually like crazy like Catholic, not crazy Catholic, but I mean crazy isn't like a large amount. 
Well, hey, there's nothing wrong with being crazy Catholic. <laughs> I'm not saying like Catholicism is like crazy. I'm just saying like very Catholic is what I'm trying to say. No, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah. But, I know yeah, she has a hey. whole platform, dude. Like an actual platform, like a whole account dedicated to it. Yeah, I should probably do that because like I kind of want to get rid of my social media. Dude, bring her, bring her on here and like talk, talk about like, yeah. Hard to talk about topics that relate to religion. Be an interesting episode, at least. Well, right, because a lot of people like there's just certain things about the faith that people just don't understand, you know, and they can be hard for them to understand. I don't get why, but I just want to do it in like the most respectful way possible. Yeah, I, mean, um, I think the most respectful way possible is to just talk about it like normal people. I think too often people feel like they're being talked down to about religion as if they're stupid for not understanding it. And I right, think what a I, lot of people need to yeah. do is hear two teenagers who actually understand it talk about it. Right, because most teenagers obviously are not religious. Well, I mean, everyone's religious. They just don't think they are. Because it's impossible. Like, Aristotle said this. He said, like, that... Um, human beings are religious by nature meaning that like we all like human beings always worship things it's like a universal kind of human thing like it's just in our nature and so that's why like even if you're not like christian or muslim or or jewish that um or like if if like even if you don't necessarily worship the judeo christian god or allah or buddha or whoever it is like you're still going to worship other things like you know money or like fame or any of these different things like everyone has something that they just they worship like they adore you can't just like think of life as like it's just no meaning and there's nothing like you can't not adore anything that's just this is impossible you know everyone has those things where like they're like ah that like i love that i love the shit out of that thing you know like that thing <laughs> like that just that that's that thing's dicking right now you know that thing makes me dicking right now um it's just that's the shit right everyone has a thing where like that's sauce you know like that is some fucking gas that's sauce you know um so it's it's interesting you know because like i was saying not every um not a lot of teenagers just follow like organized religion so that's why yeah it would be cool to talk to gracie and just be like hey what can we do to like make people you know do organize religion. Well, and obviously there is only one religion. <laughs> I think you can tell why I believe that. And it, I would like everyone to follow the same religion that we do. But, um, yeah, that'd be fun to have her on. Man, I mean, she loves talking about it. That's her thing. She has a lot of interesting opinions from what I've talked to her about it. Um, I've never actually talked to I mean, I know she, I mean, I've said some, like, a few small things to her, like, very brief, but, like, I know she's really Catholic now, and that's really cool. And I've seen her posts she's made about it. She's pretty smart when it comes to it. She's, she's pretty, pretty, pretty good at talking about it. That's what I hope. Um, I mean, have you heard any of my, like, I guess, like, ways I've talked about certain teachings and, and whatnot? I mean, like, I've heard you talk about it, but I don't know, like, if I've ever heard you talk about anything, like, specific. Okay. Um, like, what impressions do you get from my apologetics? I mean, I think for the most part, it just... You grew up Catholic, or at least interwoven with Catholicism. And uh -huh. I feel like you see, like, the actual value in it. 
and don't give in to like what our culture now has the opinion of Catholicism of. You know what I mean? Like there's a very Great. negative view of Catholicism currently. And I feel like you do a good job of like expressing the actual truth of Catholicism and not let it be dragged down by like the the controversy of what people see. Thank you, man. I mean what things if you could point out specifically that I've said that you have kind of made you think that way, or it's just been illustrated to you in that way. I mean, to take an example from like today, like even the way you expressed your support for it, you know what I mean? And how you've talked, like talked about your, like you can kind of like, I don't know how, like you just can tell because obviously you have that strong connection to it. And like the way that you want to like actually express your opinion and what you believe on it because I'm sure you feel the same as me and a few other people that a lot of the time people don't actually understand what about Catholicism they're criticizing. You know what I mean? I right, because like there's... Can... Yeah, because I feel... Well, th thank you so much for saying that. It means a lot to me, man, because like that's just what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to just do it in the best way I can. But um, I think like a lot of people... <clears throat> they don't like really actually know what Catholicism is, unfortunately, because the Latin rite of the church was just smited and like all of our traditions were just taken from us essentially. So you've only been experienced to like the Catholic church post 1970. Um, I think a lot of people see like, Oh, these, these old white men who have these fancy robes are telling me all about God. Right. And that's but, like, bullshit. The point is that, yeah. that they're missing is that for hundreds of years, there was traditions and rights and things actually passed down from not just old white people in fancy robes. That is why we believe what we believe. Right. And like, yeah, it's like, it's like these things have existed for 2000 years, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not just things that were invented in America post like world war one. It's like, no, these things have existed for quite a long time and there's reasons for them, obviously. But um, also I think, so there's like what, Catholicism actually is what I was talking about, like like Roman Catholicism, when everything is done in Latin, and there's a very specific protocol about how things are done, like the sacraments, stuff like that, which is completely different, and most people just have not experienced anything from the old rite. But there's, so there's that, and then which is actual Catholicism, and then you have people that like they have this like kind of distorted lampoon view of the Catholic Church, which Catholic is just the set. Right, which is like the census opinion. Like I even, like I remember in, in Family Guy, which I mean, this can sum it up a lot. And like I think Family Guy has a lot of good stuff in it. It can be funny, but like this, like point I made when they were going to like alternate history, Stewie and Brian in the time machine or whatever. Um, which I actually typically like those episodes. I think they're pretty funny. But this one time, he was talking about uh, this is what have, would have happened in, in in Europe if the Catholic Church hadn't oppressed everyone. I'm like, uh, I mean, you first of all, you kind of looking at things in a very superficial way you're taking a bunch of things for granted and also like you're filtering a lot of shit out <laughs> you know yeah i feel like that a lot of the time too like especially seeing like catholics catch heat and like acting like christians or like these crazy like conservative people who are just like imposing their will of religion on someone else and like having these beliefs and like oppressing people quote unquote but then ignore that the point of almost every religion is to spread what they believe to be the right thing. It would actually be shitty of them to not spread 
their belief. Like essentially, I, yes. If like as a Christian, you you like your belief system is, hey, I know that Jesus is going to save me or has saved me, and I'm going to go to heaven. And people need to believe in Jesus and go to heaven, right? You would kind of be a dickhead to not tell people, because what you're well, doing, right, is you yeah. basically believe that, like, hey, you gotta believe in Jesus, you gotta get baptized, like this is how you get saved, right? If you're not sharing that with people, you're kind of just an asshole. Because oh, yeah, you're essentially, you're not, yeah, you're not sharing like savior, like you're not sharing the idea of being like saved with someone, and like right, and there's, there's also like between like evangelizing and pressing things on people, like true, and just being annoying because like I can you can evangelize in so many different ways that like you don't even realize it, but just like like what we're doing right now, like just. I can just be myself and I can just have a normal conversation. If you have a question or like, I mean, I do this with Jason on the podcast. Like if he has a question about something about the faith, I'll gladly answer him. Or if anything is brought up about it, I will answer him, but I'm not going to always be like, Hey, so like, Hey, this is how this thing's going, dude. Remember this? What are you doing this? Seriously? I'm not, no, that's, that's not how I roll. And that's not how I think most people should roll. Obviously. Um, the other thing is that, people don't realize that like this whole like oh like i mean they just have you thinking a certain way it's like every human being is taught to think a certain way whether it's the right way or the wrong way a little bit of both like every human being is influenced by the human beings around them and their their beliefs their values like their morals are going to be derived from someone else and what came before you so, like, don't give me this whole thing. Like, you're not letting people think for themselves. Like, no, they let people think for themselves. Like, <laughs> I, am, uh, I the, didn't the explain that is, very well. But I've, I was in, like, Catholic school from, like, third grade all the way up to the point I finished school entirely. And a lot of the time, we were taught things. But it was also, like, they encouraged you to have questions, to challenge it. And you, right. Like, it, the, like you weren't Catholic never allowed has, to, yeah. Has all these these writings all these these opinion not opinions but like people writing so that other people can understand you have famous greats like like saint thomas aquinas who wrote stuff so that people who are thinking and may, might be critical or confused about something in the faith have legitimate authorities to which they can actually learn it's not telling people what to think it's telling people this is what we think and if you have any questions about it, let us explain to you why we believe it. All well, right. And they're like, in the Catholic church is like, look, you just got to believe this, bro. You just have to. Yeah, no, exactly. Like it's a complete just misinterpretation. It's a misconception. It's just like, it's just this lampoon popular culture view of the Catholic church, which is wrong. I think also now a lot of people view the Catholic church as like a political entity, not just it's like religious Okay, the church has always been a political and like you cannot have human society without politics. I'm sorry, like it just you can't do it. My whole thing with that whole like criticism that Catholicism is a political entity, entity is like so is the religions that you champion. Like precisely. Like I'm like I like I'm not Islamophobic, right? Or or like I, I support like if you want to like I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna like sh like tear you apart right even if I disagree 
or believe opposite, right? But that's a political entity. There is in the Middle East, there's several just Islamic states. Saudi Arabia is an Islamic state. Afghanistan is out of the Islamic state. Mm-hmm. Like these are political entities. Islam controls that country. Its laws are based off the laws of that religion. Exactly. All the That's church why does is yeah. say, <laughs> hey, this is our opinion, and our followers are probably going to be like, okay, that lines up with my moral compass, right? And they're going to vote that way. Precisely. There's no, the church isn't part of the country, but someone's like religious views because your your religion forms your 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 moral compass and you vote on your moral compass right if the catholic church teaches the value of human life right and teaches all this stuff it has this this belief system that's interwoven with catholicism and an issue pops up on the ballot that involves one of the things you're going to vote the way that you believe whether it was by right, religion that's... or by your people or family or friends, whatever you believe, you're still voting based on your belief system. Precisely. I mean, that's why I vote the way I do. And it's like, if people have a problem with that, I'm like, guys, like, I'm not, like, I keep saying this, and I said this in the last podcast, I am not the one making the rules. What I have to say, essentially, like, it does nothing to you. I mean, yeah, it can make you offended, it can make you sad, it can make you mad, it can do all these things, but it's like, you still have dignity as a human being. Like, I'm not trying to take that from you. But it's like, there, there are just certain things in our society where I'm like, these issues matter to me. And if you think otherwise, then like, I'm probably, we're probably going to be hostile towards one another. I mean, obviously, like, we can still talk about other things, but these issues matter to me, you know? Obviously, I'm not just going to be a dick, like I said. But just take into account that these things really do matter to me. I mean, I, I I agree. Like, you vote because of the way that you believe, right? And right. your faith forms that. And for people to act like somehow it's your faith's fault and that your faith is acting as a political entity, right? And, like, accusing you of only doing it for your religion, right? But it's like... How do they vote based on what they believe is right? But how did they come to believe what they believe is right? You know what I mean? Like they have right. a system just the same as you, whether it's based on Islam or Judaism or maybe they, I don't know, dude, man, it might be Norse pagan. Maybe they're, they're, you know, atheists and their morals come from the people they're around and they're the Zoroastrian, you know, <laughs> right? Maybe shit, maybe they're a witch and they like play with crystals and rocks and stuff. That's their religion. Right, right. Like but everyone has a thing in their head that's like, this is feels right, and this feels wrong. That's why I don't like the whole like, oh, well, you're just using like an emotion based argument. I'm like, all arguments are made based on emotion, because you want something to be true. Like, I mean, to be honest, even the idea that a human life matters is an emotional argument. Right? Exactly. You're like, a human. You're an animal. You you are life. Right. The only thing that differentiates you from any other animal is your level to think, right? So yeah. for me to act like like if someone says, hey, murder is illegal because humans matter. Human life matters, right? But that's an emotional-based like argument. There's no science that points that we matter anything more than any other thing, right? 
We so, just feel that way, you know. So you you just because you see and what you grew you believe, hey, murder is wrong because humans have value. But scientifically and the laws of the universe, you don't. It's an emotional based thing that you've formed and we have formed as people. But in like the the cosmic like world and science technically you don't matter it's your religion your belief system your emotions that determine that you do right and that's why i mean that's why i kind of like argue for the existence of god in that way because like we always have this kind of back and forth you know argument in our head like wait what is this what is that what is that and like we always try to figure out what is like the best thing you know and if like there is like just that ideal best thing that we can just think of in our heads. Like like you said, there is no empirical scientific data that can say that. It's just that's literally what we feel. And we just have this thing as humans to try to do the right thing and try to figure out what's good, you know? I mean it's because there it's, is it's, an ultimate good, you know? And we're just yeah, trying to match that. It's no coincidence that if I take a culture from Native America, right? Like ancient America, and like I take someone from China. They both value life, right? Yeah. And <laughs> they both evolve to have pretty similar morals, right? They're going to evolve to, they're both going to go to war. You're going to see both will have greed. Both of them will be, develop religions, most of which in the world will evolve a mother or a father figure entity, right? That's they'll why all I, that's, decide that murder is sorry. wrong. They'll all decide that thieving yep. is wrong. Like you, everyone in the world somehow develops at one point in time similar right and wrong and similar religions and ideals. There's absolutely no way statistically that that should be possible. Because even in areas like, bro, how how would how would an ancient like Mayan or Aztec or Iroquois understand the concepts and have similar morals to the morals in which Europeans had. They had no connection and no no way to share ideas. But yet you will see that both of them will have religions that have father figures, mother figures. Both of them will value human life. I mean, There's also like people, almost every yeah, culture on the planet. Yeah, remembering the dead. Also, another thing, wearing clothes... Like, there's no human culture that doesn't wear clothes. <laughs> like, the the idea that, like, we all somehow develop these social constructs, right, that are literally the same across the globe, it's, it's impossible. Like, exactly. There has to be some intrinsic truth if everyone in disconnected parts of the world are developing similarly. Right, and that's why, like, I take issue with, like, the kind of sentiment that certain issues, like, homosexuality or, like, um, you know, like you said, like, the value of human life or, like, the, the, or, like, even monogamy or something like that. These aren't just exclusive to, like, Abrahamic religions and stuff like that. Like, if you ask any, hu like, if you see any human culture across all of the board, like most of the most people would see all of those things I just mentioned and they would probably think they're all taboo less so monogamy but that's different monogamy yeah but I mean like that's more of an outlet but like I mean 
homosexuality and like just like knowing that murdering people's wrong and like you well, know remembering the dead even a weird one because like there was some cultures that are pretty big in, into into homosexuality cough, cough oh, I, um, greeks um oh yeah we, we know well i mean yeah uh i mean you can also see it like but honestly like all of that stuff comes out like all of these things come out when like your culture is just so advanced and they're like we don't know what the fuck to do anymore you know <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I may mean, as well <laughs> i mean i mean i feel that like yeah it's i just don't think it's a coincidence at all that like all these people will eventually develop similar morals like what like what intrinsically tells you that a human life is valuable because it looks like you because yeah, and you just have that connection talks. with the soul you know yeah right so like like we have animals that can talk to us right but you don't give them the value of a human right we have animals that you know have certain traits that we do that we think are pretty human traits like for example chimpanzees will go to war and use tools it's a very human trait Chimpanzees are like one of the only animals in the world that will actively go to conflict, war between groups. Yeah, like for well, okay. realistic human-like reasons. Well, so not like, exactly the same thing, but it's it's similar. It's not the same uh, but, thing, but like no, but it's connected. Them, it's connected, definitely. Yeah, we don't give them the same value, right? It can't be about love, right? Because you love your dog, but that dog does not hold human value. You would no, still and the, pick a human over your dog, right? At least a human you care about, right? Right, so, and also, like, the dog doesn't love you the same way that you love him, you know? Right, so, like, there's a point where you have to realize, like, why does human life have value? You really have to look exactly. at it because, like, if everything that I've heard people say, well, humans matter because of this. Well, so, so this thing does it too. Maybe it's because they look <laughs> like you, right? But I still think that people who don't look like me have value. Right? right? Like, some fucking six, seven dude from fucking Kenya doesn't look anything like me. Right? But he still yeah. has value, and I still acknowledge he's a human, right? He doesn't right. have and you, like, you like, Yeah, you can just look at him in the eyes, and like you guys both know, like, we're, you're humans, you know? <laughs> like, I know it's still wrong to murder him, right? Like, right, I know definitely. He's human. He has value, even though, like, he's way taller than me, or might not be the same skin color, not skin same eye color might have a different nose or facial shape maybe you know his teeth are a little whiter than mine or maybe he has you know like a missing front tooth right he doesn't look like me different hairstyle you know different clothes different culture but he's still a person right right, so right. Like, and like um people take for granted the fact that like before like you know obviously with um like the slave trades and all that stuff, which is still awful, obviously. But we, we look at that in the lens of, like, knowing that it is wrong to, like, judge someone just by, like, the way they look or the color of their skin. But, like, you guys don't remember that, like, these these two people had apps Like, they had never even seen each other ever before. Like, they could have never conceived of, like, the person that looked like that or vice versa. So it's like, I think it makes logical sense that they would have been at odds with each other. 
I don't. I mean, slavery is still evil. I mean, we still shouldn't like kill. Definitely, that's what I'm saying. I mean, but we look at it with the the priests, like the like the knowledge that it that is wrong. Which like back then these people didn't. Yeah. Discovered like say we discovered like green bipedal creatures, right? They don't share language with us. They don't like. They probably don't look like us. No same culture. They're not maybe not as advanced, right? Because when Europeans showed up, Africans were still using like swords and spears and shields and these guys showed up with cannons and and rifles right so like if we showed up and we found this culture of different skinned different looking different culture different languages do you really think that people wouldn't be at odds or at least skeptical of the value or like at least skeptical like like they're gonna have like a very like intense like value of people right we've gone through the whole racism thing we know right but at the time when ideas like that weren't even a thing right racism didn't even exist because there was no other race yeah in everyone's minds in every respective race's mind they were the only race (laughs) and like and like like, you see treatment like that even like when chinese people or asian people uh, and uh, discovered that white people exist through like the silk trade and everything. They were still freaked out, bro. Yeah, and like for good reason. And also, like, I mean, like, just think about it this way. Like now, you know, someone like you or me, we have history textbooks or like the internet where we can literally just look up China and we can see what it looks like instantly. We can see what their architecture, people, clothing, everything, food, everything. We can know everything to know their. Like, there is to know about China vicariously through the internet, through visual pictures, like, vis- visuals, essentially. But, like, back then, in, like, the 1800s, you probably would have no fucking idea what, like, Chinese people looked like, you know? And if you ever did see that, you'd be like, hold up. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's a thing that happens across the world. Like, sure, it definitely got abused, right? But you see this, like, weird, like, interaction between all the races, like, everywhere i mean like when the first black man shows up to japan they tried to wash the black off his skin oh man like like when you have different people and they interact for the first time obviously they're going to be like kind of skeptical of each other and uh, unfortunately in the case of like slavery in africa and everything people thought the wrong way and abused it and I'm sure they realized that they were abusing what was going on. Oh, sure. I mean, that's why we've had this whole, like, relapse on it. Well, no, 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 not relapse. Like, this whole, like, yeah, this was bad. Let's, like, stop doing this, you know? Like, I'm sure someone was like, oh, these people look different. I think we could get away with using them as labor because no one's going to question it because they're different. And we can, like, totally sell the whole, like, they're inferior because they don't look like us thing. Like, right. I'm sure someone probably thought like that. Someone was definitely like, oh, look, these people don't think like us, dude. Easy. But right, like, and, like, they're also, like, terrible, readily available and stuff like that. Like, t- terrible yeah. terrible people ruin that whole thing. And right. Man, it's a shame it happened at all, but... Like, yeah. the world entirely has evolved way past that, which is good. Yeah, that is a good thing. It's so weird thinking about, like, the internet now, especially... What I don't get is the fact that we have the internet, like one of the best ways to educate yourself shortly, uh, anywhere pretty much, without even getting out of bed, and yet people are still stupid. How? 
I know, because like I mean, people just don't know how to use it properly. People like say stuff, and it's like, bro, I will pull out my phone right now, and within fifteen seconds, show you that you're wrong. Exactly, like that's crazy. It's like it just it's it's an encyclopedia of anything you could ever possibly want to know. Like you have except access to for like, everything except for classified documents. But like that again, what are you talking yeah, about? But, that needs access to classified documents, huh? Yeah, exactly. Right, like, like we have more access to any info. Like you could potentially be smarter, the average person, than Isaac Newton. You know, <laughs> you could know more than pretty much anyone in history, right? Like you, exactly. you could, you could be like ten times more knowledgeable than like the average like Roman civilian. Like, like there's no excuse to be uneducated on stuff. Absolutely none. Like, pretty much see people like post stuff or say stuff that you know is just untrue and easily accessible. Like, it just shows no effort. And it's like, you <laughs> you have access to like the greatest educational thing, maybe in human history, to ever exist. The internet is easily one of the most advanced ways that we've developed to spread knowledge and preserve information since, like, written language. Oh, yeah, because like, written language is the biggest thing that... It's one of the biggest things that distinguishes humans from other animals is because, like, there's no ape history in the way that there's human history, you know? Because it's like, apes are in trees. They were in trees they've like they're gonna be in trees eating bananas like <laughs> they, you know they like climb and they reproduce and they be right in it's the like trees. yeah they be in the trees dude just eating their bananas it's like what and like why is it that they never change why is it that they never evolve why why do they not have this need to like develop things and like they never they never write things down you know they never think like oh this is important I'm, i have to like remember that this thing was there you know it's like the cave paintings and stuff like that like humans have this like art you know like no animals do art human, or history human, or anything like that like human language and written language basically like the human ability to store information outside of their brains right and to transfer yeah. this information down is probably the most important human discovery ever yeah 100% because like we know so much and have avoided so much bad stuff because we had that right like we get so many good ideas so much stuff that we use to this day that people have come up with right like we knew a wheel we knew that's a big thing we take for granted <laughs> fire i'm sure it's written down somewhere where to make fire yeah like the ingredients for certain things there's instructions on how to forge weapons right yeah the every military in the world keeps schematics and like uh, written manuals of every single item like i i we have a truck right we have an, an fla a field litter ambulance right the army ambulance we have mm. a manual with every single nut, bolt, screw that is a part of that vehicle. Yeah, because it's important. Everything. Like, it matters. <laughs> you can get your hand on a manual, and if you can find the materials, you could build that thing from the bottom up. 
That's science matters. <laughs> That's science does matter. <laughs> Someone in the near future could be looking at army manuals and seeing pretty much the exact instructions on how to clean, clear, fire, build, deassemble, reassemble, fix an M4 within seconds of a Google search. Yeah. Like <laughs> our ability to transcribe stuff rocketed us to where we are. Think yeah, about it. If you go writing, how long <laughs> before we started writing stuff down did humans exist? Thousands and thousands of years. But then you start at written history. Watch how fast we progress. The Bible. <laughs> like if you go from like think of something crazy, like it took us a shorter shorter time to go from swords to um no, it took us longer to go from like steel swords to nuclear bombs than it took us to get from bronze swords to steel swords. That's so crazy. Like we once you begin human history, look how fast that development is. That like Yeah, no, it's crazy, like, especially in the in the last like since like, like twenty two they... years, right? Jesus was alive. They were using swords and shields. Two thousand years and they can drop bombs that unleash the power of suns. That's absolutely crazy because it took 2000 years to build some of the pyramids. Yeah, Think no, because like 2000 years is very is very it's relatively short. No, all. it's not. It is really not the majority of human history we had like the most primitive tools, but somehow in like the last 2000 years we have skyrocketed. We have landed on different planets we've landed on the moon we've sent missions to mars we've seen what the surface of other planets look like and two thousand years ago like they were still like horse and buggy with swords they didn't even know some of the places on the earth is existed yet and now you can go on the internet and watch a live feed of the world spinning yeah, that's fucking like all of the shit that we can do, man. Shit, monkeys been around for fucking hundreds yeah. of thousands of years, bro. Monkeys can't even use rocks. Like yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Why use rocks? I'm like, why can't they? They're like, because they don't have souls, man. They don't have God. Like H humans are made in the image and likeness of God, and that's how we're able to to adapt, and that's how we're able to develop and stuff like that, you know. I think the biggest the biggest impressive feat i think humans have uh, like achieved is my personal theory that humans have evolved to a point in which evolution no longer really applies to us that's a really interesting way of putting it i never thought about it like that because look like here here's my reason for saying that right how do how do normal animals evolve the weaker die out right people who like animals who have softer bones or have these genetic issues right if a dog gets cancer in the wild the dog's gonna die and probably not reproduce and pass that on right uh, they have no they have no incentive to like protect that other dog right? that's sick you know they'll just leave it behind you know but somehow our humanity and our our ability to care about others and their value of life has saved millions probably billions right. of people right that's how we're the able to grow and, and like and continue medicine. our species yeah like say like like someone breaks their arm right in middle school you see them the next day they have a cast it's like it never happened right yeah it'll to, be like, fine 
like thousands and thousands of years ago, you break your arm, you're dead. Yep, you're pretty useless. much. <laughs> you're going to die. But humans have literally propelled themselves so far that not even the natural force of evolution can determine which humans die. Humans save way more, right? People who have these crazy diseases that would pretty much render them useless will now live years and years. Like, there's people who have AIDS who lived into like their 50s, right? Yes. Like, like, there's also people that can live into like, like a fucking 100 years old. You know, like that's fight, insane. Fight cancer. Like there's people who get cancer and are just fine after treatments. There's people who their appendix, appendix will rupture, right? That's deadly, but we can treat it. And they'll just, they'll get their appendix removed and they'll continue on with their life. You can right? get a brain transplant. You get a heart transplant, you know? When, when they were fighting with swords, right? You got stabbed with a sword, you're probably going to die, right? There's Nowadays, no way to protect you the You get wound. stabbed with, like, a, a, like a, a projectile, right? You're going to live, most likely, right? Yeah. Our, our advancements, and here's the thing. All these advancements, like, what's the incentive, right, to save human life? What other animals don't do anything? Like, what other animal like propels themselves forward for the sake of saving others of their species and no other one does they don't right so humans have evaded evolution effectively because now there is no survival of the fittest everyone survives because we're that strong now that we can uh, yeah like like worry about predators no one needs to worry about a predator if since since we invented the glock okay that's not a thing. The only, yeah, the Glock the only and just urbanization, that, yeah. The only predator that most people on Earth even have to worry about as their number one fear of predators should be other humans. Either that or just certain insects, I guess, that can spread diseases, but, like, those aren't predators. Like, like, tigers, lions, hippos, crocodiles, combine all of them, and I promise you more people have been killed by humans. That's actually another good point I never thought about. We we are the apex of creation on Earth right now. And probably yes, ever. and like, you're not arrogant by saying that. I can't stand when people think that it's like an arrogant viewpoint. It's like, oh, oh, we're just a small blip in, in, in uh -huh. Earth history. The Earth has been around, what, 13 point something billion years? It took us 2,000 to master the sun. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You think the dinosaurs are stopping a 50 cal round? I don't think so. Right. It's like I, ch I challenge anyone what? who thinks it's arrogant to say that humans are the pinnacle of creation on Earth to give me one other creature that is more advanced, gotten farther than we have. There's no there's no ants, there's no tigers or elephants on the moon. There's no there's no fucking cat in space that's still alive. Right? I mean, you we just fucking are, killed it. <laughs> we are the pinnacle of creation. No one scientifically, no no other species in biology is as strong in their survival as we are. We went from what? A tiny, tiny, probably like a tribe, right? Dominated was, the globe. It was the Hebrews. Yeah. Right? So like, like we went from 
monkeys to in space. You can go most places on Earth and still be close to people. Every continent has billions, if not millions, at least. Right? We can also get there really fast through like airplanes and stuff like that. Like, no one has evolved like us. Even animals that we think are super smart, right? Where's the dolphins' guns? Why aren't they in space? Right? Precisely. We have, we call it like dolphins, like, we consider dolphins, right, to be crazy smart, right? Yeah, the fucking velociraptors, man. <laughs> right? We're dolphins and, and chimpanzees were like, these are the smartest animals, right? They're so smart. Look, they use tools, right? Isn't that crazy? Mm. The everyday oh, octopus, person, yeah. like, yeah. like, an everyday person would blow that animal into the sky with how much smarter they are than them. Like... Yep. You're 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 impressed because they put a rock in their hand and smashed it against their food and was like, "Oh, this is this is solid." Yeah, it's like in like an octopus, you know, the best creation ever created. When humans started off with a rock in their hand and now fire rocks at anything they wish with like a trillion times more strength. Like I can take a little piece of lead. And send it miles. Like, yeah. there's no there's no creature ever to be as successful as we are. Ever. 13 point something billion years of the Earth being around. You think anything would come close to us? No, they haven't. The most advanced things that we've seen are our ancestors or monkeys. And that's, they're only advanced because they can kind of think and use tools. Dinosaurs didn't use tools. No. Mice don't use tools. Like, 13 point something billion years, right? If humans aren't special, then how come no other species has done it before? Dude, you're explaining this so well. You were explaining this so well. Like, I'm so glad you've you've gone on this this rant. This is excellent, dude. Because it's it's annoying seeing people be like, "You, you have... Like, I saw this thing on TikTok today. It was like... Guys, don't stress out because really in the scheme of things, you're just a small blimp in, in this vast amount of space and life really doesn't have any like real purpose. You're just here. And it's like, you, how? How do you explain how much superiority we hold over every living being on the planet? That's like, can, here's another thing. I'm like, can any, like you see like an octopus opening a jar and you're like, whoa. And then it's like, can an octopus have a podcast with me? Like, can can he ever understand what we're talking? No. You know who else can open a fucking jar, dude? My fucking what? little cousin can open a fucking glass jar, dude. A fucking <laughs> child. Yeah. Like, the average American can open jars. Like, like I could hand some, like, poor, half-starving fucking child somewhere in the globe a glass jar, and I promise you they'll open it. Like, am I supposed to be impressed? Y'all get crazy excited when other creatures do the bare minimum, but you have people who literally are, like, figuring out the dimensions of space and coming up with theories using math as to how black holes exist. And you're just like, humans are kind of lame, bro. 
I know, it's like if, black holes. Like, what the fuck even are if, those? If, if humans like, are so <laughs> smart, why do they shoot each other? If humans are so smart, right? If humans are so dumb, right? How come they can shoot each other? <laughs> like, that's that's what you don't understand, right? Like, you, you're, their arguments as to why humans suck are also arguments for why humans are crazy great, right? Well, they yeah, they, they other, prove it without how, even how? realizing. Yeah, how? exactly. Like... Yeah, they fight wars. You know what else it takes to fight wars? Intelligence, right? Because, yeah, they're killing people, right? That's so sad. We're so savage and, and not, not advanced at all, right? How'd they, how'd they kill that person? Oh, it's crazy. With a rocket-propelled missile fired from technology across yeah. the planet? Like, yeah. human beings are not dumb by any means, nor are they inferior to anything. Like... You, they play by the rules of nature, right? We, like, for, New Orleans is an even better example, right? That whole city is a huge middle finger to Mother Nature in general. It shouldn't exist because of, like, the, the elevation inside. It's so below sea level. Like, it, it just sink, right? So, but yeah, exactly. Like, no, we're going to build a city here. Block the water, right? I Like, look, even beavers don't yeah. actually <laughs> stop the water. It's fucking beavers, man. We redirected the one of the largest rivers on the planet to form a shitty city. Why? Because we fucking can. <laughs> like, there's not one thing that makes us inferior to anyone. And people need to realize why. I mean, yeah, like maybe you could say physical strength. You know, it's like apes are, yes, they are physically stronger than us, but it's like, we got the brains, man. <laughs> brains is always better than brawn, right? Because like humans, we can realize, blow hey, them up, not, you know, <laughs> we're not strong enough to fight this animal. Let's make spears. Oh, spears doesn't make us strong enough to fight that animal. Perfect. Move on. We've been into this. Oh, it doesn't work. Invent this, right? So we've always done. Why did we stop using swords? Because we invented guns. We are always Dude. getting more efficient. Swords are so badass, though. I wish we still did that. <laughs> Bring them back, dude. Yeah, dude. Swordplay? I would love to do, like, that shit. Dude. Like the Crusaders and shit? Oh, those guys are badass. Yeah. I mean, swords are pretty dope, dude. Those battles, dude. Like, imagine being, like, that, that mass of soldiers, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, like How in Braveheart or something. Is, like yeah. The scale of those battles is ridiculously large. Yeah, yeah. or like in La Lawrence of Arabia or stuff like like that's epic shit, you know. Like you you watch movies and it's like that's not really but like you look at actual written history once again, dude. Like some of these armies <laughs> are like like tens of thousands, if not like in large battles, like a hundred thousand soldiers. Like oh yeah, these are huge, bro. Like, I think it's a lot when I show up to, like, a brigade ceremony, and it's a few battalions. But that's, like, a few thousand people, right? That's still big, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. with 100,000 soldiers marching, bro, you're literally shaking the ground. Like, that's... Literally. Amazing, dude. Like, yeah. Do you see those scenes in movies where, like, they know the soldiers are coming because of the rumbling of the ground, bro? 100,000 soldiers, bro? Dude, we have like a hundred thousand active military members. <laughs> like, that is hilarious. That is so much soldiers to be in one battle, bro. Like the ground is absolutely shaking. Like if if you're shaking 
a stadium, right? And it's like Tiger Valley, what's it say? Like a few tens of thousands, right? Something like that. That yeah. thing shakes when you're cheering for a football team. Imagine like a hundred thousand fucking Roman soldiers, bro. That's crazy the scale that that's on. We don't do that anymore. Those types of scales don't exist anymore. Like, it's just cool. Like, seeing how wars fought now and how things used to happen and the scale of how big things were. And, like, it's impressive to get 100,000 people when your whole world is, like, the Mediterranean. Like, that's impressive, bro. We have all of America. We're pulling in, like, 100,000, 200,000 people total. Like, yeah, like, just think about communications and how, like, the Roman Empire was able to exist. Like, they didn't have cameras. They didn't have computers. They didn't have, like, like texts and stuff like that. It's like, how the fuck were they able to even, like, maintain this, you know, across seas, across from, like, from Scotland all the way to Persia? Like, it's insane how big the Roman Empire was. Yeah, I mean... And how it was all able to be coordinated, you know, like, with the communications and, like, the actual time it took to send messages... You know, standardized currency, bro. Like, like yeah, currency too. Revolutionary fucking ideas, bro. Yeah, the Romans are pretty badass. The Romans are, dude. Romans are like our guideline. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, they're the 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 Romans and the Greeks are the foundations of Western civilization. Like even like to this day, like I explained to you what rucking was with the whole whole backpack full of weight, right, and like walking long distances. Mm Hmm. Take a swing at who invented that first. Right. And also, like you said, standard currency, armor. <laughs> well, again, the, not as The idea of armor. a republic. Like, yeah, re- that is po- a Roman po- idea. Right. Politics, you know. Elected um, officials who vote for you. Right? Sports. Like, that's another thing, like with the Coliseum and stuff like that. Stadium, um, you know, Coliseum. Like, entertainment. Um, that Entertainment. Well, I guess every culture is like singing and dancing and stuff like that and having fun around a fire. But like the actual idea of like your job is to like, you know, be like, you know, like a gladiator and like entertain people like those people working in the entertainment industry, you know. They're also the Romans are the first were the first people to ever invent a active standing military, like professional soldiers. True, true. Which is why they dominated for so long because like. Right, like back back before that was a thing, you'd just be like, okay, any farmer of fighting age, come with me, and we're gonna go fight this battle, right? Pretty much. And so like it was like kind of shitty because like these aren't trained soldiers; they don't actively go be soldiers every day. But then the Romans were like, no, we're gonna make a active standing military that will always fight the wars and will always be soldiers, and yeah. that's why they were so proficient. They had the best discipline. And they set the standard for discipline being what makes militaries great because these guys dedicated their whole lives, right? Their their whole, like, most of their lives because they didn't live too long, right? But, like, they're professional soldiers, the first to do it, which allowed for them to be way more deadly, way more disciplined, way better equipment, more standardized, quicker. Yeah, like, they... They had training programs, like they had like models and stuff like that, you know. I think they had like, a to big, live like, up a basic to basic training esque like training regiment. Like these soldiers, when they weren't fighting, were training. Which is exactly what we do in every military in the world does. Like God. these are the first active standing soldiers, which means while society could continue 
these soldiers could still fight wars, which is what we yeah. see. Yeah. The, the the idea that like the Rome Roman Empire is still able to continue to exist and work and function while the like the peasants and like the battles are still being fought like crazy yeah and also like, like laws and all of like these legal things like that's a very Roman thing like even the word legal it comes from Latin. I mean, all of our buildings are based off their architecture in honor. Right, them and the and the Greeks too, like all the and columns we, and like the. We use Latin terms yeah. a lot of the time when referring to certain parts of our legal system, right? Uh, oh yeah, like, is Roman, or Latin. yeah, yeah. Also, like just you know, legal. Like I said, that adjective, but also um, there's just tons of different terms from latin not just from the church i mean that's also important too in like religious context but also like just terms like de facto that's from latin um like um like i know there is examples i'm just kind of I'm trying to get one off the top of my head um i mean it is the language of the law i know and like you have to have some kind of knowledge of latin in like if you want to be like a lawyer and stuff like that because there's a lot of legal terms I know, which I, I guess I don't know them necessarily off the top of my head, but I know they are Latin and stuff like that. Roman is the start of real. Well, Greeks are. No, the Greece. Start of, Greece was, yeah. But I think Roman is like the first like empire to do it to show it on a huge scale. Right, because there was never Greece, like there's city states, right? It works in a city. Romans were the first one to be like, look, it it works over large area. Well, right, and it was also unified, and there was, like, a Roman, like, unity. But, like, with Greece, they were all, like, Greece wasn't really, like, a unified country until, you know, like, the 19-whatevers. But, like, before that, like you said, yeah, it was just city-states that were all, they were kind of separate from each other. They didn't exactly speak the same language. They spoke something that was very similar. And they were all, they all were really ethnically similar, but they were all city-states that weren't unified, you know. And it's, like, Roman... The Romans did it because they were unified and they were able to actually like, standardize everything, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they... Because, like, it's one thing for a city to do it. It's one thing for a massive empire to do it. Especially one as successful as the Romans were. Yeah. Well, also, you can see, like, Roman culture bleed its way into, like, the Roman church, even, you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, just with the way that the churches look, the way that, like, the liturgy is, you know? And, like, obviously, the, 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 the liturgical language is that of Latin, you know? Mm-hmm. It was really cool to see, because it's really cool to see how Catholicism can touch different cultures, you know? Because it's cool to see, like, oh, because we forget that Europe was pagan before it converted to Christianity, you know? So it's cool to see how, like, oh, this is how the Romans kind of have their thing going on with Christianity. This is how the Eastern Christians had their kind of thing going on with Christianity. Like also if you go to churches in, in Japan, you know, they, they're like, won't even be pews. You'll just see people kind of doing sitting in the crystal, like the crisscross applesauce style, you know, it's, it's really cool to see how it can touch different cultures. Yeah. I mean, there's the, the Western church. I mean, Christianity it's the, woven itself yeah. into like Western culture. It's the Roman church. Yeah. I mean, the Roman Empire personally is one of my like favorite times to like learn about 
because of, like how much everything they did still still it happens. Oh yeah, they have so much. Well, also like their history is really like it's extensive. We know a lot about it. We can translate a lot of their stuff really well. Um, yeah, it's also interesting. Like I love their aesthetic. I love Roman armor. I love like the 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 togas and stuff like that. And I love like just you know like those kind of leaf branch thingies that they they would wear on their hair. Those look really cool. And also like the the royal armor like that the emperors would wear. That's really cool. I love like their architecture. I think is just gorgeous. Um, the like, idea of like the the standard, the eagle standards. That's really cool. Still a tradition yeah. carried on by most militaries as well. Yeah. Not oh, oh, golden eagle, but like a, a representation of that unit that holds value. Right. Yeah. Um. Also, like the aqueducts. Those are so impressive. Like they yeah. able to, they could just give water to like the whole. City. Didn't Rome also have actual flushing, like actual working plumbing? I don't know about that, but I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I read that that it existed. I think towards the end of the empire, but I heard that it existed at one point. Yeah, something like that. I can't imagine. I wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised. They're cool, man. They're. I mean, there's a reason why we learn about them in in uh, school. Yeah. I mean, today's culture, you never know what will be canceled. I mean. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, everyone. I mean, the Romans are shit on all the time. Um, definitely all the time. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm like, I know they've done bad things, but like, there's a lot about their culture that's really important and that we take for granted, you know? <laughs> what I, I don't like is like seeing people like be like dissing it as if it's like somehow old and we shouldn't abide by it and we need something newer. It's like. It's just, I don't think people understand, like, why we have no, they, they to don't. use it. They never actually sit down and they're like, well, I mean, no, they did sit down and, and think why, but it's like, they understand why you do need to actually, like, you know, abide by this stuff. The, like, people are like, oh, it's such an old idea, but then you look at, like, the success it's had, and it's like, come right. on. Right. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, the... Like the like, and there's another thing like you know, like traditional gender roles. Like there's a reason why men do like physical labor. Like that's why they build all of like the infrastructure for societies, and that's why they do all the hunting to like take care of like their their families and stuff like that. And that's why like the women do all of like the you know they make all the clothing and they like you know take care of like actually maintaining all this stuff you know because that's just what they're better suited to do you know and there's a reason why it's so successful like you said and why it lasted for like two thousand years well actually a lot more before that more like um what was like when was abraham like that was probably like four thousand years ago probably even more than that <laughs> i mean i i agree completely right it's that that's why i don't think it's offensive to say that like no like the only societies that accept homosexuality and things like that are just cultures that have developed so much where there there is the option for that because in all these other societies that aren't as developed it's like there was no option for that because they like, that's how civilization is built you know and it's like when you have the option for that that's just like 
we have too much time on our hands. Fuck, we don't know what to do anymore. May as well. <laughs> I mean, like, I think it's, it comes, like, from not necessarily, like, having too much time on their hands, but, like, per se, but, like, like, as if you have so much more people, you have so many roles that people don't feel comfortable in the roles that that are there. You know what I mean? Like, right. We have such a massive population, right? Like, for example, America does. America has a massive population with different types of jobs and schools and communities and people, cultures. One set of beliefs might not work for a lot of people. I'm not saying that's right, right? I believe sure. in like like standard, you know, you know, uh, gender roles, and I believe in like, you know, nuclear families, right? But I also like that might not be everyone, right? So I think as you you get bigger, there becomes more room for more diversity, and people who feel like they don't fit into these roles or feel differently actually have room to expand into like other roles right when you have so many so many like so many people right you have a ton of like you know traditional families right eventually someone's gonna be like yeah this isn't for me right i feel differently and then it's just because they have another world right they have that they have that it's not so much that they're bored but more that now they actually have the option they have the security, they have the, safety and security too. They have the luxury, right? yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's not like, like, if we were in war, right, and you felt your country, like, would that really be a good time to be like, hey, mom, dad, I'm gay, like, bro, like, no, 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 no chance. <laughs> like, <laughs> mom, dad, that was funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, I think it comes from. I'm not saying like what they feel is invalid. Like, if you're gay, you're gay, right? But I'm saying, your mind. Like, re- feeling and being gay and, like, finally really, like, hey, this is what I identify as. Like, this is what I, I, this is what I am, right? That's a luxury that you have because of the security gained, right? You have that freedom, that choice, because your, your society has developed to honor how you feel, right? Right. Like, like, you don't need, right, to have this huge coming out thing and, and tell everyone and like like that wouldn't be necessary but you have the safety to right you have an option right there's uh, gay people in saudi arabia how many no yeah there is in saudi arabia well, exactly I, yeah i mean there is some i can assume but like you know the, the, <laughs> we don't the hear about it exists because there's an opportunity for the community to exist and whether you believe in it or not that's the truth right they they have that safety they have that comfortability they have that option and i'm all for like taking my religious views aside or whatever I believe, right? Um, whatever that may be and saying, Hey, you have the security to do what you want, what you feel and how be what you want to be. Right. I have no problem with that because I think it's a big testament of how far your country has been. If you now have that security and luxury for those people to have that. Right. I I just have a problem when you start having like, requesting that people also respect it you're not entitled to respect to, to respect it's all right because I it's have. like you need to because it's like you need to take into account that like well this is how i feel you know 
Exactly. Like if you if, like, right. If you like feel if, like you're transgender, right. And mm-hmm. you want to be a male and you're a female, right. And you're like, Hey, I identify as whatever, right. You identify as Bob and he, him pronouns, right. That's fine. I don't care. Right. Be what you want to be, bro. I don't care if you play dress up and go fishing at the local pond dressed as a bear or something. Dude. I don't care. <laughs> The only issue That's is if good. you then went to the government and was like, I demand that everyone respect the lifestyle I live. That's well, right. Exactly. It's like no one's stopping you from doing that, but it's like you you want to go out on the accept- and fuck dudes or fuck girls? I don't care. I just <laughs> don't want it mandated in government that people who might disagree with that because of religion have to. Right, because if their whole point is that like everyone like everyone's entitled to like their own religion, their own beliefs. It's like, well, if my belief says this, then you have to respect that. <laughs> exactly. So, like, if, if you identify as pronouns and say I'm, I don't know, like, my, my religion says, hey, that's not legitimate, and I decide I'm not going to call you that, I don't think I should face punishment because of my beliefs. Well, right. That's why... I'm being forced to respect someone else's while having mine disregarded. That's all. Right. It's that's like... the part. Like, I have... You have a right to your belief your ideology, and to be who you want to be. But just like every right that you have, it stops when it infringes on someone else's right. And one of those rights is their religious right and the right to believe what they want to. Right. That's why, like, I have absolutely no problem with, like, the whole Baker situation in Colorado where he's like, I cannot make a cake with, like, two gay people, like, getting married. Like, I'm sorry. He's like, that's against my religion. You could go somewhere else and do it. Like, just please, like, I'm just, I'm sorry. I, I'm really sorry that I can't provide service to you, but that's just how it is. And it's like, that's the same thing with like bringing in a hog to a kosher restaurant or like, or, or, or like doing something with like halal or like if. Yeah. Or like a, being like, angry like, because like they won't cook you pork at like a Muslim restaurant. Like, yeah. Or like, like being mad that like Mormons don't, can't grow beards. It's like, I don't have any problem with like people saying like, I'm sorry, I, I, sh- I can't do that. That's, that's, but it's against my religion. <laughs> like, if, if you want to go, like, because the punishment that, like, I don't think they should receive, like, legal punishment because, like, the punishment is they don't make the money from that sale, right? They're actively choosing to take the loss because of what they believe in, right? And you have every right as the consumer to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to go somewhere else, right? Forcing someone to do something that's against their beliefs is wrong and shouldn't be government mandated. And then there's a lot of shit that shouldn't be government mandated. <laughs> well, that's what the Supreme court is. So, Well, I, that, I think that's different, but well, I can't, it's kind of the same um, thing. But also kind of not the same thing, depending on what they take. It's really like, complicated. Speaking of the Supreme court, dude, they've been in some hot water, bro. Poor them. Yeah, I know. But, um, they didn't even like that's the thing like that's the only issue i have with the whole situation right regardless of my beliefs right it doesn't matter to me right because like taking my beliefs aside about whatever the topic is like all 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 the supreme court said is hey i don't think it's up to the federal government to make this decision bro I'm right and that's why the federal government not having the right to make any decisions like i don't want them to have a lot of power so right, if that's I why I, I like anti the topic yeah. or pro the topic. I still don't want the federal government to have the power. So like, right. reg- like that's the only part. Like people are upset with the Supreme Court, right? 
like, when they made it just to state by state, I'm like, depending on where you live in, these things couldn't even like affect you. Like, technically, the 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 ruling could allow them to become even more liberal with abortion laws. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I have. This is a good thing. <laughs> right. So, like, and all it said was, and then everyone's like, the government has no right to 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 regulate my body. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's what the Supreme Court just said. They just said, right. hey, we don't exactly. think we have the, the ability to regulate your body. I think we're going to leave it up to the elected officials that you choose in your, your state that you live in. And people are like, oh, so what you're doing is controlling me. Actually, they voted to do the exact opposite of what you just said. Yep. <laughs> like, even if you're – whatever your opinion is on the topic, right, they're still ruling that, hey, we should have less power. And I'm always for the government having less power. Fuck the government, right. bro. The, the Constitution and the way the Founding Fathers made this, and you heard it even in school, they made it because they wanted the federal government to not be as strong, and they wanted the states to be stronger, right? They wanted the states to have a good amount of power while having a strong centralized government, right? Right. It was never supposed to be this strong. Yeah, the so president has so much for, more power now than he did, like, you know, back in, like, George Washington's day. Like, I'm all for the federal government leaving things up to the states because I think the states should have a lot more power than they should. And that is the original it- intent of of America. That was Precisely. the whole idea. It was supposed to, well, they started off as the states have all the power. And that didn't work. So they're like, we have to have a centralized government. So they did that, and they have right, a strong right. centralized government, but they were still supposed to still be a good amount that the states get to choose, right? But now the federal government has a ton of power, so I'm all for them giving stuff back to the states, regardless of if I'm pro-life, pro-choice, whatever, pro-gun, anti-gun, whatever it is, like, I'm all for the government, the federal government not making that decision. I think it should go totally to the people and the people that you elect to represent your community. Amen, brother. Like, Nobody's ever said it better. I must bro, applaud you for that. If you, if you want to be pro or anti whatever it is, vote. Use the system in yep. support of what you want the government to protect, dude. You can't not participate <laughs> in the system and expect the government to to do what you want. It's it's called ready representative republic, right? They represent you. You have to elect them. So they All right, because without wait, because without you, they can't get in power. Because they need you to get elect, like to elect them. <laughs> so like, people will be like, "Well, my state banned this, right?" Okay, when was the last time you voted? Oh, you didn't vote. Well, really? No wonder they're not voting <laughs> in the way that you want them to vote. Because you haven't been voting on issues that and candidates that support the way you believe. You've been voting because blue and red, and now you're paying for it because you. Yeah, I never actually really thought about it. To the... just go, you go with the color, right? Well, I don't like him because right. he's red, so I'm going to go with the blue guy, right? But there is so many other parties, so many other people who probably align with your political views way better. But those people Amen. have power, so you're not getting what you want because you want to play the color game instead of actually learning and bothering to actually educate yourself on who's actually representing you 
Amen, brother. That's the problem. The problem isn't necessarily the government. It's the fact that two parties have power in a, in a country that wasn't supposed to be the case. So now the country is weaker because the two-party system, when it should be a multi-party system, which would make the government actually represent the people more. George Washington said that political parties would, f like, fuck America, and then it would ruin it. Like, he warned about that in his farewell address. No, yeah, and it very much did. I, like, think about it like this, right? If I go, here are your two options for dinner, right? And I name two shitty options, you're fucked. But if I go, here's what the options are for dinner, and I mention a bunch of shitty options, right? But there's also a few good ones. You're still winning, right? Because there's still good options, right? Essentially, yes. Like, even, like... You know how many people I've talked to who are like, oh, I vote this way. I vote I vote Democrat. I vote Republican, right? And I'm like, okay, well, tell me what you believe. And they're like pretty much in the center. It's like, what are, what are you doing, bro? These people won't. Yeah, that's the point. I mean. These people don't represent your interests, bro. What are you doing? I mean, for, for me, it's just, I just look at it as like, who do I need? Like, what, like, what do I value right as like a Christian? And I vote from there. That's essentially how I look at it. Yeah. But, like, the people who have these values, like, well, I'm pro-gun sometimes and this thing, but I also believe that this is also what happens. You know, there's there's politicians who believe like you, and they're willing to pass legislation for people like you, right? Like Libertarians, one, one, man. We have one party that's going all guns, every gun, always, everywhere, everyone. And then one party that's going absolutely no guns, nowhere, never, no one can have them. <laughs> And every, everyone in America is like, well, can we get in the middle? And both parties are like, wait, fucking stupid? Like, why don't Because well, you... it's like if these two parties like actually, like if they take off these labels, like they'd realize like how much they actually agree with one another, you know? Yeah, I think people, they go to the media, they go to their, their politicians, their politicians are like, man, these people won't care about you while also not caring about you. And then you look at the other right, side it's and like... they do the same exact thing. And it's like, bro. That's so why you, you have two parties. You have two shitty options, right? Like like the whole like Biden versus Trump election. And it's like every Democrat's like, well, Biden's a shitty pick, but Trump's the shittier pick. And it's like- right, it's, it's always just going to be the like, lesser of two evils, yeah. Trump's not the best, but Biden's kind of an idiot. So I'm not going to vote for him either. And it's like, bro- It's always the not the best. We have yeah. like prior <laughs> elections in which- the, you can actually vote on other people, right? And then even in the primary, there's still other people you can vote for. Shit, if you wanted to vote for fucking Kanye West, you could have. Right, we should have done that. <laughs> like, yeah. at least our president would have dropped the Fire album. It's like, people are like... <laughs> right. They're like, are... They're like, they see red and blue, and it's like, you don't realize how many different colors there fucking is. Crew, colors that, that is, align with what you believe way more and book of ethan yeah people are the just book of ethan it's, it's mainly laziness dude dude have you ever thought about writing writing i think you'd be an excellent writer i thought about like afterward like after the army getting into like like politics and like topic like harder topics and like, I don't know. I don't know if it would be like, like working for like a media company, or if it would be like working for like a political thing. But like, 
actually making the effort to show people that they're not being fucking intelligent. Right. Like just I, dude, actually, I could rip everyone apart, every single person. Yeah, that's the dream, isn't it? <laughs> like, give me a platform, I promise you, I could show y'all how stupid you are. I got this right now, dude. <laughs> You're on my and podcast. It's, and it's like, especially like, like, uh, like, like for for example, like abortion, right? So many people are like, well, I think it should only have like abortion should only be allowed in cases of like rape, incest, and medical necessity. That's crazy because the other side also is willing to compromise on that. You know who isn't willing to compromise on that? Your politicians. <laughs> Your most polarized side, right? Because there's a lot of Democrats who are like, I'm fine if we just allow it in these extreme cases. And there's a lot of conservatives who are like, hey, I'd be willing to compromise, right? Sure. But yeah, there's both, people where it's like, it's okay in this, but not that. Yeah. Both their parties are so extreme that neither of them would compromise. And so people yeah. will suffer and be upset and be mad at each other because they elected shitty politicians. Yeah. Well, so dude, I'm actually sorry, but I mean, it's kind of getting really late. Yeah, I um, that. But no, I'm telling you, dude, I was fucking loving this podcast. Like, I did because I didn't know what to expect. You know, I didn't, know, I hadn't talked to you in like God knows how long. So like, I was just really curious to see like what you're doing, and like, I'm. It's it's cool to hear um, someone who I mean, we generally have the same values, but I'm sure there's some things that like don't exactly land. But it's like always nice to speak to people because I like having two and a half long our conversations you know because you don't always get to do that and it's a very nice luxury that we have it was a pleasure talking to you dude of course man and oh also remember to like rec you, you were recording this right yeah I was. <laughs> okay yeah well that was fun but, yeah well thank you guys for listening to us if you enjoyed ethan i can definitely have him back on yeah just you, i'll give you guys what you want <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Got him. Yep. Well, the. Yeah. Mom and dad, I'm gay. It definitely is. Well, I don't really get comments, but it's fine. So maybe we'll get some this time. Um, the most viewed podcast was like a few episodes ago. It got like a hundred and eighty something views. Um, it's typically you know that guy Jason. I know him from here in Virginia. I met him at a guitar store. He's a really cool guy. I did one with Carlos. You know, you remember Carlos, right? Yeah, I did one with him. It was all in Spanish. Um, yeah, if you want to go look at my videos, it's in there. Um, I did one with another one of my friends here, but it's typically, oh, I also did one with Mark Munoz. I don't know if you know him. He's from New Orleans. Nah, dude. I mean, he's, he's right. <laughs> I think he has a point. I had him on my podcast. If you, if you actually want to listen to like what he has to say, you can listen to the episode I had with him. Yeah. Right. I mean,
Well, there's other things that like we, right. But I'm sure there's things that you and me would both not agree on, you know? Right. Um, that would actually be fun. I, I was, right and neither are you i can assume well well we can talk about a lot of these um not, uh, stuff and whatnot in future episodes um i hope you guys enjoy yeah fuck yeah dude I am always here. I don't go to school. I just work. So I got some free time on the weekends. Do nothing. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. It was nice having you on, Ethan. Yeah, you got it. Bye.